daddy gonna stay in school and, and graduate. You're gonna die, Klaus! You can do it! Captain Insano shows no mercy. You can do it! I love my mama very much. Now you know that. Once again, things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday! Hello, and welcome to the Sandler Pit, the podcast where you'd better not kill me, man. I've got shit to do tomorrow. Um, good lord. No, I have no idea what that is. It's it's a quote from Bulletproof by Archie Moses. Underneath it, in brackets, it says, talking to his enemy <laughs> on the website that I'm on. Which enemy is that? Is that the, the main guy or the, the villain guy? It's just his enemy. It doesn't elaborate. And I Good lord! That film, even though we did it like four films ago. Bulletproof feels like it was twelve years ago. <laughs> I don't remember anything that was in that. I mean, it was nearly half a year ago when you think about it. We're in June now. Yeah, it was June, and I guess we recorded that what in early January. Yeah, mid early to mid January. Yeah. Uh, so, oh shit! Yeah, so welcome to the Sandler Pit, the podcast where we watch and talk about every single Adam Sandler film and TV show and appearance. Um, this is our first time back on the Zoom We're back. since January. We're back, and uh, yeah, I don't even remember anything from any of these films or even how we used to do it. Yeah, if you missed the familiar electrical hum of Zoom in the background, lucky, lucky for you, you've got it back. If you're watching a trailer right now, or like this for some reason is a visual, I've, I'm not in my house anymore. I'm now in a small box in my grandma's house. A shoebox, some would say. I'm li- <laughs> in a trailer. I've, I've come back from Costa Rica. I have no home, and now I'm living at my grandma's house exactly the same as that fucking whatever is called. Grandma's boy, Alan Covert. Yeah, Alan Covert and Grandma's boy. Yeah, except he still had hair. Oh, oh. <laughs> come on, come on now. <laughs> but yeah, it's been a, a horrible few weeks since I last recording. Yeah. I'm going insane. I've been applying for jobs every day, and uh, yeah, it's just been just been a riot. What what have you been doing? Well, it's pretty sad because it would have been like a one nice thing for you to have the podcast to record every other couple of days or something, but. I've been very busy with work for the first time since fuck knows when. So we recorded our last episodes, the first two back, like, what was it, about three weeks ago now? Something like that. And I've just been, like, snowed under with this stupid job that I'm doing. I shouldn't criticise it too much, but... (laughs) (laughs) The stupid job. (laughs) Stupid bloody job. I just want to watch Adam Sandler films and talk about them on Zoom. (laughs) How often are you working? Are you working Monday to Friday? Or yeah, most of the time Monday to Friday. But it's just good like lord, long hours. <laughs> it's long hours. The humanity of it, making you work five days a week. Fuck, imagine that. I did. I've done. <laughs> so I've been on this job three weeks. I did. I think my first week was a six-day week. But it is what it is. It's the grind, you know. You've got to do these things to deliver quality content. <laughs> I have done nothing. I've had no paid work. I've applied for a job. I've got an interview tomorrow at the time of recording. A job that I was going to start the entire fucking company <laughs> went into liquidation. <laughs> Where's the interview? Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Baskin and Robbins. 
<laughs> Good lord, my life is at the bottom. <laughs> like, it's not the bottom, like, man. Nah, I'm only joking. It's not that bad. But yeah, I need a I need a fucking job because I'm going insane. It's nice to be back doing this, I guess. What is are it? we watching today? Is it? Is no. It nice? <laughs> well, it depends uh, because today we're going to be watching Hustle. Hustle, yeah. Quite a forgettable name. I, I feel like this film had a different name before. Am I imagining that? I don't know, because every time I hear this, I think of the 2006 BBC TV show Hustle, which was really good and it, probably way better like than a, this. Was that like a crime kind of thing? It was about these like hustlers and con men, and they conned people, and they'd do a long con, and it'd all be like, oh, how did they con this person? And it was fucking sick. Used to be on like after Doctor Who, probably. Is I do remember it, and then there was like the documentary version called The Real Hustle, wasn't there? Exactly, yeah. I think we spoke real about this shit. in our last episode. We did. <laughs> it's ringing some bells. And it has the boy from that episode of Doctor Who, that Don't the one with it. Peter Kay. I'm not gonna know it, mate. Um, did you not watch that one with Peter Kay? Phoenix Knights. <laughs> the Absorber <the> Loft. <laughs> No, but you've mentioned the absorber lock because your doppelganger always went on about it. <laughs> the guy at university. Yes, you had the twin at university. He's has he still got hair? Do you reckon? That's the thing. Me and him have deviated quite far from our uh, <laughs> original look. I reckon that he looks nothing like me now. But yeah, yeah. he loved the absorber lock. So anyway, about the fucking stupid film hustle. Um, yeah, I don't remember it having a, another name. To be fair, for a while, I think it was on Netflix's Untitled Basketball Project. <laughs> <laughs> Which is quite a catchy name. It's a bit more memorable than Hustle, to be fair, isn't it? Yeah. Is that the other film that's coming out? That's Spaceman of Bohemia. But now it's just called Spaceman. Oh, maybe that's the one that had the different Yeah. Name. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um, do you think there's a chance that this is going to be like on the surface, it looks like a basketball film, but really it's a con film under the surface. It's actually about a real hustle. <laughs> At the end, it reveals, oh, this is how they got into the vault. <laughs> you think it was your basketball game? Really, it was your bank heist. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I'm, I guess I'm looking forward to this film. Uh, it looks pretty good. Although, is it a comedy or is it a drama? It just looks really boring and sad. I'm seeing it be referred to as a sports comedy, but I don't think that it looks... I mean, there's a couple of jokes in the trailer, but it doesn't look out-and-out comedy, does it? It's not broad comedy, anyway. Maybe it's like... Yeah. It it doesn't look like a dark comedy, either. It it just looks like a drama, I think. When was his last um, actual appearance in a film? Hubie Halloween. Fucking hell, we've had two years away. Yeah, I guess so. That's that's right, isn't it? We've not watched we've watched new films, but not new Adam Sandler films. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so it's been two years. And when was the last time we actually um, watched Adam Sandler film on this podcast? Bulletproof, I guess. Good lord. I mean, that really? wasn't that long ago. It just feels like it was because you went to the jungle for months <laughs> to look after jungle kids. <laughs> I watched that one the other day with my mum. That episode. So, just to explain, like Luke, the last time I saw him, made me watch an episode of Nathan for You, which I think you've mentioned on this podcast about like a bunch of times. Whenever yeah. you're talking about hip new TV shows that are, like cool, I feel like it's old. That's the thing. I it's really like... old. Yeah, it's a couple. <laughs> he has a BlackBerry. 
<laughs> and I, uh, I've watched every episode in like a week, and a, I've started rewatching show. them. It's a yeah. great show. Yeah, it's really funny. And yeah, I watched that one with my mum and my sister like two days ago. So good. Yeah, that is a big recommend. I'd recommend that over Hustle. I'd rather just watch some episodes <laughs> of that and talk about that, but it's not exactly related to the sound of it. I've just got a thing come up to say that um, we've got 10 minutes left of this Zoom call. Have they taken away the thing where it's free even just for two people to talk? Unlimited. Is every episode going forward going to be in 40-minute chunks? <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, <laughs> I thought we no were way. happy to be back on Zoom, but now I'm not happy. No way. They can't have done this. Oh, it seems like they have. So anyway, let, let's talk a bit more about Hustle before this cuts us off in nine minutes' time. Um, Adam Sandler's character is called Stanley Sugarman. So that makes it seem like it might be a comedy film, but <laughs> was his name ridiculous in uh, that one where his family died in nine eleven? Um, oh my god, what what is it? Wasn't if it you, like if Bill? You can get it, I'll be Bill right. Garnison or something. Bill Garnison yeah. is that is that a <laughs> bad name? Let's have a look. His name was oh, I, uh, Charlie Feynman. Oh yeah, it's all fine, man. It's all fine, man. And that was about 9-11, so is Sugarman yeah. really any different? No, I guess not. It's still funny, though. Um, what else to say about this? Robert Duvall's in it? Robert Duvall? What's, has he been in an Adam Sandler film before? I feel like I'd, he is. I've... Is he in That's My Boy? No, that's the other one who's in That's My Boy. That's the other man from The Godfather. That's the one from Elf. <laughs> <laughs> he's, collect, he's collecting all of them, isn't he? Adam he's Sandler. getting them all. <laughs> <laughs> Marlon Brando will be back to life in his next one. Ready for a remake in a few years' time. Robert Duvall has been in one of them, surely. Let me have a look. Nah, he's not He's, he's not, not been in anything. So that should be interesting. That's another one of... Adam Sandler does seem to get these old actors back into these films somehow. I mean, at least this one looks like a semi-serious film, so it's a bit more understandable, but still quite crazy because his films don't have the best reputation when it comes to like critical response. Oh, it's got Ben Foster in it as well. Yeah, what do you think of when you hear of Ben Foster? I thought he was in Emmerdale or EastEnders, but that's the other one. That's the other Ben. That's um, Ian, Ian Bill's <laughs> son, isn't it? Isn't he? He's X-Men, isn't he? Yeah, he's Archangel. In he's Archangel. And the other Archangel is, is in EastEnders. EastEnders. <laughs> oh my that's God, it's all connected. He's Peter Beale. <laughs> so I always th- confuse Ben Foster as being in EastEnders as well, but he's not. Um, no, nah, just is very good when he turns up in stuff. Hell or High Water? That's a very good film. You've seen that? Uh, no, I haven't. It's have you seen a? Good. Have you seen Leave No Trace? I haven't, but I've heard a lot of good stuff about it. Yeah, where he goes and hides in the woods because he's like, I don't know. I think he's got PTSD. It's really mm-hmm. good. Um, so yeah, and Queen Latifah again. I don't. Has she been in any of these before? No, but a, a while ago she was in a lot of like broad comedy films, wasn't she? Like Bringing Down the House, or is it called Burning Down the House? Do you remember that? It's Bring Bringing Down the House with Steve Martin. Yeah, I remember yeah. watching that. I could not tell you a single thing about it though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never seen any of these. I don't think I've seen any of her films except Ice Age. Isn't she in one when like the whole thing, like the whole trailer of it and stuff, was that she uh, skis? <laughs> she skis down a down a slope, <laughs> or am I imagining that? What? <laughs> that she just? <laughs> I want to say it's called Last Holiday, a film where she skis down a slope. Let's have a look. Oh, it is her, Queen Latifah, Last Holiday. 
When did this come out? What's the last holiday? Oh, look at the first picture on IMDb. It's her skiing down a slope, wearing like a, <laughs> one of those squirrel outfits. You know, flying squirrel. Let's have a look. I think last she's holiday. Is she like dying, so she goes on her last holiday. <laughs> Upon learning of her term- <laughs> terminal illness, a shy woman decides to sell all her possessions and live it up at a posh Central European hotel. Look at the director's name. The director. So let me have a look. I'm just booting up IMDb. It's directed by... <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> Say it. His name's Wayne Wang. What's <laughs> <laughs> wrong with you? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> what? Up. This looks really good, this film. Should we watch that next? Maybe we should just watch all Queen Latifah's films after this. Yeah, what, the Latifah pit? Yeah, I mean, it's better than the Pinocchio one you want to do, which we need to get off the ground soon. That new one's coming out any day now. Yeah, true. Maybe we could call it um, Queen of the Castle. Other than that, do you know what? For me, it's it's exciting that we're going to be watching a new film because it has been a while since we did that last. But I'm really worried that the trivia section isn't going to be like filled out. And there's going to be a ton of sports cameos in this, and we're going to be so fucking clueless about every single one. Should we write down every time we think we can see a, a famous sports person. star, <laughs> but yeah. we don't know who it is? We'll write a time code. Well, the thing is, we're like not good at sport in our own country, let alone a basketball one, which isn't really a big sport over here. What was the last basketball film you watched? Space Jam: A New Legacy. Yeah, same here. <laughs> <laughs> Have you watched that new Chip and Dale film? Yeah, I recommended it to you, didn't I? Oh yeah, shit. But yeah, that does everything that banger. Space Jam 2 failed at. I, I remember so you better. were desperate for us to try and um, cover it on the podcast, but we just had like no connection. Other than Andy Samberg, but that's a bit too... That's loose. tenuous now, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, I'm excited to watch this film, even though I don't really think it's aimed at me. Who is it aimed at, though? Dad's. American dads. Yeah, I guess. Like, dad cinema is pretty good. I mean, Top Gun, though, that was that's dad film. And that's... That was a dad film, for sure. A very good dad film. Holy I shit. I think that's what this looks like it is, a dad film. Well, it looks like Top Gun. <laughs> yeah. There's loads of topless men in it. Yeah, I guess it does. It, there's something about this is, that's making me think of, um, oh, my God, my brain today. Holy shit. What's the film with the goddamn, the woman with the cape on the cover? What? Spanglish. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that's not a cape, it's an apron. <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you were talking about Last Holiday. How <laughs> dressing that looks a bit like a cape. But no, it looks a little bit like Spanglish. Or something about it is reminding me Yeah, there me of is that. a bit of that. I think there's also a bit of rain over me in it. It just looks a bit grey. And a bit sad. Yeah, I mean, I really want to... Yeah, I really want to be, like, impressed by it and, and everything and, and really like it. It doesn't look that bad, so it's... it should hopefully be okay. Here's a good tangent. Do you think we should add to our Sandler scale, Sad Eye Sandler? His eyes are all sad and droopy. It is like a recurring thing recently that there's times where he does just look really sad. Yeah, I think that's a definite add. So every time we watch one of these films, we have something called the Sanna scale, which is a list of tropes uh, that we see in all these films, such as Coca-Cola, Big Shorts, uh, KFC. Love Interest, he has nothing in common with... uh, I can't remember any of the others. Bikini but we have babes. a lot. Bikini babes. <laughs> How do you think we're going to do for tropes in this uh, this episode? Badly. 
I think very badly. I, I'm getting a similar vibe to this to um, Home Team, which we watched last episode. That was a bit closer to being a comedy. This looks even more serious, and we I I think I got like two ticks on my Sandler scale for Home Team, so I can't imagine this is going to be much more, to be honest. Although it's it's still a Happy Madison film, and um... so was Home Team. So yeah, was you're Spanglish. Right. Was Spanglish one as well? Yeah, it was. It was from. That, oh shit! Um, it was a co-production, wasn't it? Oh yeah, with the the company that they had, which was for Madison adult things. Madison twenty three. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> twenty three and ups. Um, yeah, I don't think that we're gonna get like much slapstick in this. I don't think Nick Swarton's gonna turn up. I don't think we're gonna get a director cameo from Wayne Wang. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't think this is a trophy film. It does not look like one. This looks Oscar bait, or like, I don't know. It looks like a Lifetime movie in some ways, doesn't it? Yeah. At best, this will be like kind of nicely balanced comedy drama with like some nice emotional bits, and at worst, it's going to be a Lifetime style, really schmaltzy and really boring film. I'm more expecting that, sadly. I'm quite yeah. pessimistic with this one. Anyway, should we pack this up? Should we get a bustle on and then put, <laughs> and then put hustle on? Yeah, grab you, grab you the saddest eye. Stay up for four days straight. Get the saddest, tiredest eyes possible because we're watching a 2022 Adam Sandler film. Yeah, uh, grab a basketball and a promising young player because we're going to delve into hustle. Yeah, put on your red. What's it called? Federal donuts jumper. <laughs> Everyone's going to be buying federal donuts T-shirts this 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 year. This season, <laughs> it's the in thing this season. You are now listening to the Sandler Pit. I'm Stanley Sugarman. I'm a scout for the 76ers. And we are back. We've downgraded because we can't use Zoom anymore because we don't <laughs> want to pay for it. <laughs> we've bounced our balls. We've shot some hoops, and we've watched the film Hustle. Luke Thomas, what is the plot of the film Hustle? Your um, hair genuinely looks like a basketball right now as well. <laughs> Just get that in there. I can't even see you right now because you're currently sat in a cafe on my screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Luke just pointed out, we're using Skype. Um, I, I've not used Skype in about, I don't know, seven years? Yeah, sixth form I reckon I was in when I last used Skype. Yeah, it sounds like you're in a tunnel. <laughs> I feel like I'm in a tunnel. I don't know what I sound like. On my end, I sound fine, but that's Do you because you sound I'm like just... the microphone is in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll I'll back off away from it. I just want to put it in my in my mouth. <laughs> is that a crime? Good yeah, lord, it is a crime. Um, and my laptop what... is is fanning because it's like the hottest day that we've experienced in this country in a long time. I think I think right now it's like twenty nine degrees in Essex. In Yorkshire, yeah. probably a higher 16, I reckon. <laughs> it's, it's genuinely about 20, but I've been moaning all day. <laughs> Wait, it's supposed to be 38, uh, 33 degrees here tomorrow. I know, I've heard. And tomorrow I've, I've triple booked myself into plans. And so I've got to go to like a celebration for the old charity I worked at. And I've got to wear a suit for it. <laughs> like a, the hottest part of the day. Ugh. Then I'm going go-karting. <laughs> I always forget Straight what a socialite you are. You're literally like the Julia Fox of Sheffield. 
<laughs> I'm just there, just all the parties. And then I'm going to watch my friend's sister's boyfriend's weird indie band. That's Again, fucking, like that's so gonna... tenuous, mate. You can skip that one. I'm gonna skip that one. If I get if it gets too hot, I'm not doing anything. I'm just gonna melt. I'm filming at sh- loads of studios tomorrow, dance rehearsals, and we can't put aircon on in the studios because it disrupts audio. Which is, it's fine for this podcast for us to have a fan on, but, <laughs> but not for an ITV show. <laughs> oh, you do sound very funny right now. I mean, maybe, because I'm starting a new job soon, and maybe they'll give me a free Z- premium Zoom account. Maybe, who knows? They're not going to do that, mate. Um, anyway, I asked you a couple of oh, minutes yeah. ago, <laughs> <laughs> what is the plot of the film Hustle? Oh yeah, that's what we do, isn't it? Uh, so Hustle is about a man called Stanley Sugarman, which is a really good name. And he is a very successful man who acts like he's not successful. (laughs) He has the best job in the entire universe and he hates it. And he is trying to find the next best NBA player for... What's his team called? The 69ers? The Sixers. The 76ers, I think it was. Was it 76ers? I don't know. But... He's going all around the globe and just meeting up with all these fuck-ups. And then he finally goes to Spain and he meets this guy called Bo Burnham. What's his name? Bo Cruz. Bo Cruz, um, who's a young man who loves popping his top off and shooting some hoops and hustling people for cash. And then... That's it. He has to like train him to become the next NBA superstar like Michael Jordan and other people. Uh, Luke, what did you think of Hustle? I thought it was alright, to be honest. Like, it's, I, I watched this the day it came out, so I've, I think that's been like a week and a bit from today, from when we are recording. And when it ended, I kind of thought, oh, I'm going to have forgotten everything there. But like, I remember the name Bo Cruz about looking at my notes because there's like a running joke of him being called cruise missile i think it was that he hates um and yeah i think that this could like this could borderline being a really generic sports film which it is but like we watched home team recently and i think that this comes across much better than that film it knows it knows what it's doing a lot more and it's like it is a crowd pleaser it takes a lot of like really obvious beats and stuff like i think you could probably pause this every 15 minutes and know what the next few scenes were going to really be, more or less. But all in all, for like, it's damn it with faint praise, but like for an Adam Sandler film, it is a good one. Like I can see why people would like this. So yeah, I uh, I enjoyed it. I've, I've spoken to people about it as well this week and I've been like giving it like a faint recommendation. I don't want people thinking I'm part of the Hustle fan club, but like... <laughs> <laughs> It's all right. It's not. It's definitely not a bad film. I'm not like embarrassed to say I enjoyed it, which is, which says a lot for us on this podcast because we enjoyed Hubie Halloween and Ridiculous <laughs> Six, and like this is actually like a solid actual film. <laughs> How about you? What did you think? Um, yeah, I liked it. I guess. Yeah, it was. It was fine. It was a, a good film. Um, I liked it. Uh, I liked the performances more than I liked the story. And mm. I thought that Adam Sandler was really, really good. And so was the, the guy who plays Bo Cruz. I can't remember his name, the the actor or the basketball player. 
but I thought he brought a lot to it, more than I expected. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know why I was really dreading this film, really. Like, I was putting it off and putting it off, and I just didn't want to watch it. But I don't know why. I think I got it in my head it was going to be really dull, and I just kept mm-hmm. thinking it's going to be like Spanglish. I don't know why. Every time I looked at it, I was like, this is going to be Spanglish. This is going to be... This yeah. is going to be another Spanglish, and I, I was just not, not up for it. And it was like not boring. It kept my attention. It's doesn't feel too long. It's a good length, and yeah, it's a solid film. Mm-hmm. And I think it does benefit that we've come right off the back of Home Team, which was kind of a similar idea. It's baffling as well that this production studio has made two sports coach films back to back like that's really weird oh, why did they do really that? they didn't really do anything last year as well did they did the wrong missy was that last year was it last year maybe but yeah it is weird that they've done that do you think they're going to rebrand themselves as just doing sports films <laughs> <laughs> i actually wouldn't just, mind <laughs> yeah just ones for the dads every film is a different one of those guys <laughs> rob schneider teaching i don't know croquet what's another sport tennis <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I don't um, care. Yeah, do it. Once for the dads. Um, but yeah, I don't really have much to say. It was kind of inoffensively fine. And, yeah. Um, it, yeah. Are we? Are we just like? Are we settling for not much? Is is that like that's our benchmark for it to just be fine? And then we're like, yeah, stick <laughs> stick it in the castle. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I it doesn't take much to impress me right now. I cried. Did you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What, when it ended? Yeah, I was like, finally, I can go outside uh, <laughs> and play. <laughs> no, uh, I cried at the bit where he brought his daughter to the game and Bo yeah. Cruz jumped in the pool. And I also got a bit teary right at the end where he was like saying bye to him on the flight and he was like, I'll, I'm paying for everything. like, And he was giving him back his phone and that actually led to a payoff where it's like you have to get this guy back, but you've taken his phone, which I mm-hmm. wish they'd kind of gone more into, to be honest. Yeah, there was a bit of an airport run. It kind of turns into like a rom com for like five. He turned minutes, into Feather it? Boy. <laughs> he turned into Love Actually Kid for five seconds, and I was like, oh my god, he's gonna have to like run through the airport, but it's like post nine eleven, so you can't just do you that. Can't. And he's got to be like, he's got to use his charm, like charm mm. his way, and like because he knows people, and he'll have to keep ringing up different people would be like hey charles barkley can you, <laughs> can you tell this guy i need to get through <laughs> like whatever Dude, using his connections yeah that to would just be get onto good. the flight to get him off um yeah. i was kind of disappointed when it just cut to them in a car together i was like no 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 yeah it kind of skips a little bit it's, it's kind of like it got to the end and realized that like the runtime was like almost up so they just sort of like skipped over that it yeah. kind of felt a bit like that with the ending I remember fi- feeling a bit like that with the final game. I feel like they start playing and then like the credits just start rolling as it's still happening. <laughs> like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. One, it's do you over. mean the one against the Boston Celtics versus versus the sixty yeah sixers or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's that's fine. You don't need to. The see story that was game. done. Yeah, it was done. Like I don't need to see that game. Like, I don't care at that point. I was quite surprised at the ending. It's true what you say. Like it does feel like it's got some like actual feeling in it, which is says a lot for some of these movies. Like when 
because he basically the guy he scouted isn't playing for the Sixers. So like they're playing against him, and this is his friend that we we've seen him like you know getting to know him whatever, and he's got that tattoo on his arm. That was quite nice symbolism, wasn't it? He he had one arm for his mum, and then he had an arm for his dad, and there was like nothing on the arm, and then he had one for Stanley Sugarman. What. A, <sighs> I must. Moment. I must have left the room to go to the toilet. I don't remember that scene. That at was all. the ending. Well, did was you that the ending? Miss the ending. <laughs> no, yeah. He, I when? think. So there's like a bit where I think Adam Sandler's daughter kind of hints that she fancies Bo Cruz, even though she's like a kid. Oh yeah, that's. that's she's got like <laughs> she a crush on him. And um, there's a bit when she says, "Oh, I like your tattoos," and he says, "Oh yeah, these are all for my m- yeah my mum." And then he's yeah he's got one missing. Uh, he's got none on his other arm. And then he gets like a tree, and then it's got like one of the quotes that Stanley Sugarman says. Oh shit! I remember seeing that, and my brain just didn't process it. I was just <laughs> like, "All right, okay." So yeah, <laughs> instead of his dad, it's a different father figure, Stanley Sugarman. Yeah, that I think that was the strongest part of the film. What did you think of uh, Sandler as Stanley Sugarman? I think he was good. He was giving it his all. I kind of. I think I said to basically I started watching this one evening and then my wife came home from work like halfway through it and um, she was like laughing I think just because of his voice just because obviously we're used to him (laughs) like shouting at clowns and bulls and stuff and um, I was like no he's actually good in this film but like I felt bad for him because it, it in true like Netflix style this has just like been dropped and then there hasn't been much promo I think he's been on like American talk shows and stuff but there isn't exactly like a Oscars race behind this. There's not people going, oh, you've got to watch Hustle and all that stuff. As yeah, much as I... it is like a fine film, you know, no it's... one's hyping it. Netflix, it says it's the number one film in the UK right now, but I think that's bullshit. It's probably like Shrek 2 is realistically <laughs> like the best, the number one watch film. Uh, I don't, f- I've not heard anyone really speaking about it, but the reviews I've seen have been kind of positive. They're all like three and a half out of five, four out of five, like, it's but it's it's just not strong enough to be like memorably great but it is good like it's and his performance is really good actually like uh i think this might be one of my favorite performances he does i don't know why there's just something about him that's kind of nice and Mm. i was expecting the character at first to be this kind of sleazy guy because i think that's where his strengths are in is kind of being a bit sleazy a little bit like his uncut gems character Uh, but His character in this is just really, really nice. Yeah, and he is just like a nice family man, isn't he, I guess? Yeah, like they make like this thing like, oh, you've got to look at the tits on that woman or whatever. And he's like, nah, nah, I'm not going to do that. He's <laughs> just yeah. quite nice. And he loves his wife and he's really nice about her. That all and... felt like quite a conscious decision, didn't it? To get him away from like the 50 First Dates kind of character and where he's like a random ladies man for some yeah. reason. We well, were quite. We were sort of dreading him with Queen Latifah, weren't we? Did you like it? I loved it. I thought that dynamic was really nice. Uh, mm. I think there was a bit. To be honest, I don't think I've ever seen Queen Latifah in a film. I think we might have said that in the intro, but that was about a month ago. You <laughs> haven't. Do you mean you haven't watched Wayne Wang's Last <laughs> Holiday or whatever it was called? Man, <laughs> stop talking about Wayne Wang's Last Holiday. You know I love it. <laughs> Poor guy. Why is he not allowed to go on more holidays? Why was that his last one? <laughs> For God's sake, shut up. <laughs> so, I haven't seen her in anything really, and 
I don't know, their comedy bounced off each other well. I bought them as a, a couple. I think one of the strongest scenes in the film is uh, they're at dinner and they're just all talking. Like, and he's, she's talking about how he, how she met him, and like that they met on a bus, and he didn't speak to her, and their kind of dynamic is really good. And then he's like, "Oh, we're gonna create the greatest athlete ever," and he's like, "Hey, she she trips over when she's playing chess." Who's like <laughs> nerd daughter? <laughs> I thought it was really nice. It was like a a fun family, and a I don't know. There was little bits that they didn't have to include, like. The thing with his daughter doesn't feel forced. Like, I thought, mm. oh, his daughter's going to hate him because he's not around. Nah, she likes him. Yeah, she's quite grown up. I liked that as well. I think they did quite a good job of making it feel believable. And even to the point where they bring in... Um, I don't know if they really, like, show specifically whether it's Facebook or Instagram, but they do, like, a live thing on their phone showing off Bo Cruz doing all his skills and stuff. And it doesn't feel that hammy or it doesn't... Sometimes you see these things and it's like some random like 50-year-olds have written a film and they're like, oh, we're going to do a viral video. And it's like... That's it, yeah. And it's Kevin James in Here Comes the Boom puking on someone. <laughs> and like all the kids are like, oh, teacher, you puked on him. And like you don't believe it as being real. But in this, it kind of felt quite believable. Yeah, I, I wrote that exact note. So there was a bit where... He's like on the phone and he's acting it, his heart out and he's like, you've got to give me another shot. I was the best or whatever. And yeah. they're like, I'm just a nobody now. Yeah. And his, uh, his daughter's like watching. And I was like, oh no, she's going to tell him at dinner in the, in the morning at breakfast. She's going to be like, I uploaded that video of Bo Cruz to the internet and it's just had 15 billion views. Yeah. And like... <laughs> Like overnight they want him on it's... good morning america right now what does viral mean sweetie <laughs> just this back in shit. my day viral was something that happened to your chest when you got a little bit of a calf <laughs> <laughs> oh god viral i remember when that was a negative thing <laughs> you met a woman in thailand <laughs> oh, something awful but no it's just like i i don't know but i was right right we're gonna have that weird scene where it's going to be like a fake YouTube and it's going to be have a billion views mm. and he's going to be there with all the American news pundits, whatever. But no, the, like you say, it felt kind of real. The bit when, um, I think it's like loads of news reporters. I think Charles Barkley and Shaq are both talking about it and it's, yeah, it's cool. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was all, all pretty good to be fair. It is quite interesting how they do stuff like that as well. Like, I didn't think about it at the time, but I heard them reviewing this on Empire and they were like, it's really bold to set a sports film in Philadelphia because that's like Rocky is the Philadelphia yeah. film with the stairs and stuff. And it even like references Rocky, but doesn't feel too hammy when it does do it. It's kind of okay because they've chose a really like uncinematic looking staircase for him to run up. It looks crap. It's yeah. Not, it's not even as good as the stairs in Joker. <laughs> It's just <laughs> stairs. You're right. And I think there's an element of him being kind of uncinematic looking. He doesn't look like an actor. He doesn't he's just a really, really tall man who keeps popping his top off every two minutes. But <laughs> it really does work. He I've I can't think of what his face looks like at all right now. No. I like just trying to picture it. But he was really good in this. He was fair. great, yeah. He was he had this kind of soft kind of he didn't 
I'm trying to say he didn't like have too many like massive bursts out of this character, but then he did like a few emotional points when he's talking about how his girlfriend's new boyfriend, like how he had to fight him or whatever, and he's looking all torn up about it. And but it all feels real though as well. Like if you did meet someone like that and you barely knew them, you wouldn't be like looking into a mirror with a hand on your forehead and just like going into like a big soliloquy about love and stuff would you it would you would keep it to yourself i guess it is quite believable and i think that that's what this film sort of goes for because there isn't big cinematic moments even in the way it's shot it's shot documentary style there's like a lot of shaky cam there's bits where the camera like zooms into someone like mid scene or mid sentence which you wouldn't usually get in one of these films like it looks like i filmed it this is what that's what my work looks like <laughs> shoddy but in this is like intentionally shoddy <laughs> i think that was very egregious in the bit when queen latifah's in the stadium and it zooms right into her face in like oh, yeah. one second and it is very weird but yeah i think it looks great most of the time this this whole film and i like the way the basketball's filmed it feels really dynamic and exciting I, I don't know what it is about basketball. It's one of the most boring things I've ever watched, like, just in my own time. But I really like everything about it. Like, I love The Last Dance with uh, my, that Michael Jordan documentary and, like, Space Jam. And I don't know. There's something about watching it on screen that I really like. And I think this does it in a really cool way. I like it. Yeah, I always think this. I always think basketball. If, that, if I was to ever try and play a sport, I don't know if it's just because I'm, like, a bit tall. That's why I'd be like, oh, it's e- probably easy. You're, you're not that tall. You're like, what, six foot? These yeah, guys are like six five. Kill you. <laughs> yeah, I know he is. <laughs> yeah, but Adam Sandler's good at it and he's five three. Right, that's a good thing. <laughs> I found it very strange, the whole film, where they're like, oh, yeah, he used to play and he was really good when mm. he's like, but he is good in real life, he, I guess. Doesn't he, so... even, he even says, though, like, people used yeah. to call me short. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just always weird thinking about him playing basketball when he's, like, a kind of shorter guy. He's not mm. even that short, is he? He's probably, like, 5'10". <laughs> I'll, I'll I think he's, like, 5'8 or something. I think we've looked at this before. Right, okay. But yeah. um, he's kind of, what's the word? He doesn't big himself up about it either. His character's like, I'd have, I'd, you know, if someone had said shit about my mother out there, I'd have passed the ball because I was shit at shooting. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, to be fair as well, going into when you said this was going to be a bit like Spanglish, I had it in my head that it wasn't going to be funny and that we mm. were going to need to do like a Make My Madison. But I think there was enough moments where I did maybe not like laugh loudly, but. There was a few, like, chuckle moments, wasn't there? Yeah, a little smirk here and there. And I think this gets the balance a lot better. I don't want to keep comparing it to Home Team, but there's a few things there. Like, one, the relationship with the daughter. It's just, it's not the centre of this film, but also it feels believable. It doesn't feel like she hates him because he's not around. But obviously there's a bit of, oh, I, I want to be with my daughter more, which in Home Team, that was overshadowed the whole film. And then also the humour in Home Team, there was like bits where they're projectile vomiting in like kind of semi-serious sports film. Here they they kind of hold back on anything too silly and it, yeah. it feels a lot more natural. I like it. It was just quite... That one was quite a mismatched sort of film, wasn't it? You, I remember you pointing out that the 
there was like an orchestral score on a few parts that was like really intense but yeah at the same time you've got like a little kid singing we are young <laughs> and in this it was just this all felt like a really consistent tone like the soundtrack was quite mm. good it was just like hip-hop and yeah the way it was shot and stuff it just did feel all like it did just feel like a consistent thing i think it just knew what it was going for rather than there wasn't like a random scene of him trying to like blend in in spain by going to a bullfight or something like that which no you could probably have expected to happen in one of their like stupider films yeah i really liked that first scene where they're where he meets him where he's going to that like street basketball thing and i think they set that up as like oh it's so exciting and this guy is like it's not just out of nowhere this guy is clearly like talented and i don't know i think they set this it's it's quite good actually i liked it i can believe it i wonder how common those those sort of things are when you actually go to like spain i swear in films they're like they're always having street matches do you remember like fifa yeah. street do you remember that game that was like yeah a, a big thing there's like huge crowds going to watch like for some reason ronaldinho's in like an alleyway <laughs> doing like flips <laughs> i've never once in my life in the uk seen anyone play impromptu sport where people are coming from miles around to crowd round it i'm not hanging around those kind of places in general so i don't know whereas i Uh, am (laughs) famous sportsman over here um everyone plays um, street tennis where i live (laughs) so so this job seems like the best job in the whole world like the one that he hates he hates this job but it looks phenomenal there's parts of it that look good i mean I don't know. The Maybe that's montage, just my mindset. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it is that good because I can kind of like when I've had weeks on jobs where I'm going to like different locations constantly, it isn't as fun as you think it is. That he's, he's like just sat constantly on like trains and planes eating McDonald's. That is quite shit after a while. It's good for like two days, but once the moves start to set in, it doesn't feel that good after a while. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like, it was just like this, it's a really not good montage, that must have cost a fair amount, because they film in all these different locations, Luke, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> Sorry, I was just checking my watch, <laughs> I was fucking all bored. I could, <laughs> all I could see was, there's <laughs> a little peep behind, I don't know if what you're doing, but I, I keep changing these scenes every five minutes on Skype. <laughs> yeah, I'm not looking at the scenes, I'm on grid view. Um, we're currently in the kitchen <laughs> let me let me change it again uh and and all i could see was you just like looking down and then and then just didn't get back up <laughs> okay what was i talking about i don't yeah the first montage was mm-hmm. really good and it was different like the, it goes to where does it go like china yeah all these different really places globe trying in that first one isn't it yeah, it looked cool, and I, I think it set up what he, his role is and his frustrations with all these players that he's trying to find and not being able to find the right guy. It was good. There should be some sort of deeper. I mean, it isn't the sort of thing you'd put into a um, a Netflix sport film, but can you imagine how much money gets spent on just someone scouting, getting put in all those hotels, just like all their food paid for and all that stuff, like constantly weeks and weeks, and then he goes to like. Bo Cruz, who's living in like, he's got like a security gate, and then they're in like a sweaty little flat behind. <laughs> you can literally like feel the cockroaches on your feet when it shows where he's living. 
Yeah, I think they get the locations really well. Like, did they film this during COVID as well? Yeah, I think so. How? How did know. they do that? Yeah, it's like, mad. I mean, I'm watching Obi-Wan at the moment, which I do quite like. It's quite a good series. But that whole f- that whole show looks like it's been filmed in a cupboard. Like, it doesn't look real at all. Everything that Disney Plus has done, though, because it's all been done in COVID, it all feels like that, I think. Yeah, it's weird. Like, I don't know, Miss Marvel was quite good. They had, like, a long bike shot and... Mm. There's stuff that's a bit more cinematic, but yeah, Obi Wan feels like it's been filmed in like a tiny, tiny little room. You can see the, the yeah. edge of the screen where they they're not allowed to run to. <laughs> I said this to to Joe Tarone actually. I was saying that there's parts where the backdrops look like painted ones from like the fifties. Do you remember yeah. those? Yeah. I, I'm sure I've seen a couple of them. They look a bit yeah, it does look a bit ropey. Yeah, this didn't feel like a pandemic film, which is good. I'm glad we're finally getting to that stage. Yeah, I guess like from now on and the next few years, things are going to start looking less like it's in a box. But then again, uh, Top Gun Maverick was filmed in the fucking pandemic and that looks the best. <laughs> the best film of the year. Like, yeah, that's so good. Like, and everything everywhere all at once. That was that's a pandemic film, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, but that feels like it's been filmed in a box, but on purpose, because like she's just in an office like the whole film but yeah. then but if it feels it doesn't feel like the people are trying to like not stand next to each other though in the same way like spider-man no way home everyone's heads are like floating around <laughs> on their bodies <laughs> we look <laughs> andrew garfield and Maguire looked exactly like we do on this skype view <laughs> yeah. just... they filmed it all on <laughs> all on together like a... on skype let me just put us in. Oh, so we're going to have one scene of uh, Toby and uh, Andrew <laughs> underwater? <laughs> or a scene where they, they get a plane back to their universe. <laughs> oh, let me put on the plane. I, I think the plane is my favourite one. It's so bad because we look so small in it. I I have had like a right play on this. I'm. Oh, there we go. Come on. There we go. <laughs> I love the plane because it looks insane. Like, why are we having this conversation on here? <laughs> uh, I was going to say, the other way I can relate to Stanley Sugarman, there's a bit in the opening montage that we both like where I think he takes KFC on the plane with him, which I really like. I like that he would do that because that would really be annoying, wouldn't it? If yeah, you're on the plane but, and someone did that. But how did he do it in this day and age? How? In the airport, you can do that. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're yeah. Right, of course. I've taken um, Itsu or wasabi on a plane before, and I felt bad enough with that. But like sushi, just doesn't really smell. But um, the other day, I was coming back from Manchester, and it was dinner time, so we decided to get Burger King, and that stinks. <laughs> we were just eating it on a train, and I saw so many commuters wearing like suits, just like staring at me like a sweaty little man just eating <laughs> eating my uh, chicken royale on the train stinking oh, fuck it up that. fuck that like I'll, I'll bring anything on any transport i don't even care yeah I, I you're usually... the worst <laughs> yeah, i, re- the I remember people. you in like still in the mask times just like swigging a horrible can of whatever it was on the train on the way to my stag and it was at like it was a, quarter a past hostage. 10 in the morning <laughs> <laughs> that was gross i do that all the time like yeah i i I just after who's that Labour politician who got in trouble for swigging oh, yeah. a cocktail? Can? Diane Abbott. Diane Abbott, yeah. In defence of her, I I swig a cocktail can every time I'm on the London Underground. 
<laughs> on your on your six a.m. commute. <laughs> <Can> you <imagine>? <laughs> <laughs> What's the earliest do you think that you've drank a like a like a beer on a on a train or a flight? I I've had that like four a.m. beer in the morning in, yeah. in an airport. The train's different though. The airport, train airport is a different story. Like the, airport's the time a different are time. <laughs> yeah, it's like being in the TVA in Loki. That's that's what an airport is. <laughs> yeah, I'll have a beer at four a.m. anytime, a, or at like nine a.m. I won't give a fuck in an airport. But yeah, you're right. A train is a little bit it is less different. dignified. But probably your stag was probably the last time I was just swigging swigging tins. Yeah, I waited till early. I think I didn't have my first beer till like midday for that one. On your own stag. Yeah. How, how sad. <laughs> we're no because we we're on the actual train. There's something about consuming anything on the underground where I feel a bit wrong. Why? Who's going to come up to you on the what's what's there's, that tube? No, there's, there's no one on it. <laughs> there's mice everywhere. <laughs> I always worry that if I'm going to like put my hand in a bag of crisps a mouse will be in there. What line is that? The central line, I think that the was. The central line to, Which to is Deb- bad. Debden, yeah. It's really ba- bad. That's a bad line, the central line. It's really long and really far, and it keeps going into the sky, like sunlight. I don't like it. Every every train line does that. <laughs> <laughs> what, all of them go into the day? None of what? them just remain underground? Are you reading from scrolls? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> it's gone into the day. <laughs> <laughs> like, they don't... Daybreak! <laughs> fuck off! So, like, all the undergrounds, they go overground at some point. I'm, Is pretty, that what you're telling I'm me? pretty certain they all do, yeah. Bullshit. There must be one that just stays underground to underground. They're all hitting the overground? I'm trying to think about it. Like, London's quite small, you know, and those lines go for ages. They all go to, like, end to end. Maybe. What's the. Maybe the Victoria line doesn't, but. Do you say London's Quite. small? Yeah. It's, it's fucking massive. As far as cities go, it isn't that big. Um, As far as cities go, from Sheffield, I could get from the bus station to anywhere in that city in about five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> by I'm, not, I'm not talking about just in the UK. I mean in the world. Oh, we, yeah, in the world. We've got to remember, like we've got <laughs> Trinidad and Tobago listeners here. Like, they might have cities bigger than London. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> That's fucking bullshit. But, yeah, I mean, all right, Mr. Tokyo... I know that we're on to- a flight. Like but... Tokyo and like New York and stuff are big. I've never been to New York. How many Londons could you put in New York, do you think? Don't know. They're different shapes. You'd have to do some chopping, <laughs> chopping and changing. <laughs> Snipping off bits. And it in. You'd have to stick Camden just slightly like further south. No, I'm joking. I don't know. A two, three. Come on, you're fucking here acting like Mr. Geography. And then no, as I soon don't. as I ask you some geography, you... You don't want to do it. <laughs> You're asking me to reshape the universe. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know square footage by square footage how big is Tokyo? <laughs> is this Shaq's best cameo in a Sandler film? <laughs> yes. No, that's not true. His no, best worst one's in Grown Ups 2. I think this is the worst time we've seen Shaq, but not in a bad way. It's just that he's just Shaq. He's just Shaq. He's doing his thing, sports commentating. Do you want to hear the most boring thing ever? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so right at the start, like, and I guess at the end, uh, the font that's used for the, the, the whatever, mm-hmm. the titles, um, that's the same font I use on my CV for my name, 
And I was like, that's my font. That's Lush Parkway font. <laughs> why is they using... Why are these motherfuckers <laughs> at Netflix using my CV font? That's how I write my name on my CV. <laughs> I thought you was going to be like, that's Ant Man font. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't fit the film. That's my one takeaway. Like, that's like brush strokes, like paint. Like, hmm. Why are you using that for a sports film? I'm trying to think lo- if I noticed it. But the logo, the font they use on the poster looks great. Why don't they use that? But no, they use this weird painty thing that I use for my CV. Why do you use a weird painty font? I don't know, Luke. It's just gone on too long. You're, un- <laughs> you're unemployed it. currently. Do you think, do you think we found the reason why? <laughs> I fucking piece of shit. I've got a job started in two weeks. <laughs> But you yeah, always I say haven't. that. <laughs> so it's two weeks till dull time. That's my job. <laughs> because and they're like, Mr. Thomas, you have to stop using this <laughs> this this font that looks like you've painted your name. And I'm like, no, I like it. That is so sad. I'd never use that. <laughs> it makes my day. name look cool. <laughs> <laughs> so we said we were going to do a... I don't think we said it on record, but like... <laughs> we said we were going to do a Sad Eye Sandler count. I gave oh, up after six, but it's just every scene. He does look sad. Even he when he sad. smiles, there's still a sadness there. There's one scene, I don't remember which one. Um, I think it might be like their first game in the US. And his eyes are bright red. <laughs> like, yeah. so sad. He looks like a fucking basset hound. <laughs> <laughs> there's like two or three times where people in the film actually mention it as well. Quite yeah. early, I think I think it might be his wife says it on FaceTime. She's like, you look really tired. And he does. He looks fucking knackered in this. I like it. I like tired Sandler. I like yeah. his sad, sad, tired eyes. I think they're a benefit to him. I'm guessing he's not, all, he's not always like it, is he? Is he know. like it in interviews? Does he look sad and tired? Probably. Like, I always look sad and tired. So is another person who always looks like they've just been crying. <laughs> like, leave the man alone. Do you think because of the pandemic he hasn't been to Hawaii in years and he's knackered yeah. and tired about it? He just needs to get over there getting that, that hot, hot sun. But yeah, leave the poor fucker alone. <laughs> like, I know what it feels like to have sad eyes and a sad CV. <laughs> But they also say stuff about him looking quite fat in this, I think. Yeah, they say way too much about him looking fat. He looks great. I think he looks <laughs> alright. He wears a lot of very baggy clothes. Yeah, he does. Like but the federal the end, donuts jumper. At the end where he's wearing that suit, he looks he looks great. Like He looks alright. It's definitely not the fattest we've seen him. No. What is the fattest we've seen him? In Click. <laughs> in the future. <laughs> the sad future in Click. I was gonna say in just go with it, but he's not fat in that. He's got like a he's mus wide fat, muscular fat muscle. <laughs> yeah, he's fat fat muscle in that. He tenses his he's fat and it's just like really con- well constructed fat that looks like muscle. He never looks massively fat though, does he? He never does. No, but they always think, say he is. Well, this is self deprecating humor. Like he's probably writing this script. I'm well. Have you seen about the production of this? It confuses me. I the only thing I know was that it was originally like set in China. I didn't know that. That's interesting. So it I mean it was him coming onto this project but like 
the two writers, that's Taylor Matern and Will Fetters, they don't have Wikipedia pages, uh, neither does the director, Jeremiah Zagar. I don't, I think that's how you say it. And apparently he joined in 2020, um, and he, the guy was chosen by Sandler because he'd seen the 2018 narrative feature debut, We the Animals, so he asked him to come on board, which is a a Sundance film festival about the rambunctious brothers in a working class mixed race family in upstate New York who must contend with both his volatile father and his emerging homosexuality. Oh, right. Yeah, and it's like shot on 16mm, like a proper art house. Like a film film. Film, yeah, like a film. And it's been compared to Moonlight and the Tree of Life. And it, they say it's dreamlike and haunting. Why Why was Adam Sandler like, fair play? He was watching these kind of art house films looking for a good director for his visual style. It is pretty intriguing to think of him watching those films. That's wild. And the fact that this starts with still like a Happy Madison logo. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's cool. They, they're kind of bringing that production studio, which has been misaligned and everyone hates them and says they're con artists and they're just making films now with that same logo they're like fuck you we're gonna keep doing it which i think is quite cool yeah i wonder if um when when was the film festival that he was at uh it says that it came out we the animals was 2018 so that might have been like the festival run for uncut gems yeah that's a good point yeah maybe that's pretty Um, cool though he's got a taste of of the art house and he's he's loving it yeah he's got a taste of cinema which is is great and he's coming back uh to do another film with the safties and yeah i heard that yeah yeah i'm excited to see more of him kind of stretching his acting chops again he's it's nice to see i feel like that might be a long way away though that film with the safty brothers because did you hear <laughs> that they're doing a tv show before them with emma stone and nathan fielder who we know is... and love from nathan for you is that the thing I tagged you in? <laughs> no, that's another thing. <laughs> that's another thing? Yeah. So this is, again, one of those things where... Because usually when I jump on something, something big happens, like it gets rebooted if it's already cancelled or it gets cancelled, like, straight away. And this is one of those where you made me watch Nathan for you about a month ago and now he's been announced to be in, like, two more projects, which is... Now he's in everything. Is really cool. I do like him. Yeah, I don't know what this this Safety Brothers thing is going to be, but it's, it's interesting. And he's a Jedi, isn't he, in that? In the Obi-Wan. Yeah, not, not Nathan Fielder. <laughs> Could you imagine that? <laughs> <laughs> that would be really good. Um, so yeah, the original plot was he found a phenomenal streetball player while in China. Uh, Adam Sandler stated that due to pressure from Netflix, which as of the development of this movie does not do business in China... The location was changed to Spain, mm. which I think, like, I don't know, when I lived in China, I think that makes sense just from a basketball standpoint, because basketball is really, really popular in China. Oh, is it? Really popular. Like, I used to teach teenagers and I'd ask them, like, oh, which celebrities do you like? Uh, and a lot of Western celebrities, they just have no idea, but they'd always say Michael Jordan. And they'd oh, always be like, I want some Air Jordans. I love basketball. 
And then I'd like started like reading up on it, like researching it. So I had something to talk to these kids about. And it was when The Last Dance came out. So I was doing online teaching and I was watching it. And then I came in like, oh, can you believe the Chicago Bulls series in 92? Like, like trying to <laughs> fucking interact on but a you human level. You were teaching level. like four-year-old kids, were you? Nah, well, yeah. I wasn't talking to... Their the parents four-year-old. probably weren't even around at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to like a 13-year-old boy who was really good with English and he loved basketball. And I was like, yeah, isn't it crazy what happened with the Chicago Bulls? And he was like, what? <laughs> what? what are they? <laughs> to be fair, like, though, that's like three years before we were born, let alone a 13-year-old kid. Yeah, I know, but why would you know who Michael Jordan is? or like Space why you... Jam. But he didn't know what Space Jam was. That was it. I was like, yeah, Space Jam, like Bugs Bunny. And he's like, what? <laughs> I was like, what do you know this man from? Like... That's because in China, it's actually translated to um, Universe Marmalade. <laughs> 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 Wow, that's the funniest thing you've ever said. <laughs> that was fucking good, wasn't it? I'm knackered after that one. <laughs> but no, I think I think more popular than anything is just the sport itself, like playing it and Air Jordans. So, but yeah, it's massive in China. I think it's their most popular sport, maybe. So I think I think it's a shame we didn't get that. I think that would have been quite cool. But yeah, it, I it would have it. been an interesting setting, definitely, wouldn't it? Very different. Yeah. I mean, Spain did come across well, though. In this too, I don't want to criticize. Like it's comparing an apples and oranges, really. Like both are great. Uh, I wouldn't prefer it more if it was this way, but I would like to see Adam Sandler in a Chinese set film. I don't know why. I think it'd be interesting. Yeah, as long as Rob Schneider doesn't turn up. He's oh yeah, <laughs> and now apparently Chuck and Larry. Oh, there's a bit here about federal donuts. Do you want to hear? Oh yeah, go on. So he's wearing a Federal Donut T-shirt, which is a real Philadelphia restaurant famous uh, for not just their donuts, but also their fried chicken. Federal Donut also has a location inside the Wells Fargo Center where the 76ers play. Uh, okay, that makes sense. They've done their fucking research with this. Oh, they have. Yeah. So if you want to go, because me and you have been saying we want to get one of these Federal Donuts <laughs> jumpers, we'll have to go to the 76ers stadium in Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, easy. Was it Adam Sandler before that we heard a fact about him? Or I don't know if I'm getting this mixed up with another famous actor. But wasn't there a time where he wouldn't wouldn't wear like a hat that was for another sports team? Um, is that ringing I, a bell for you? We've done seventy something. I mean, my my brain is just it's just cheese. Like I I, I don't recall that. It could be um, anyone. It might have been Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I remember him. Steven hearing it. Spielberg. <laughs> he only he only watch it wears caps that say E. T. on them. <laughs> I'm sure I remember us discussing that he wouldn't wear like some sports merch for another team because he was very set on his one. But I'm guessing he wouldn't if he was supporting a basketball team, it'd be a New York one, wouldn't it? I don't know. He's from New what? York. Is he? <laughs> <laughs> Is he from there though? Yeah, he's from New Jersey, I think maybe. That's not New York. Pretty much New York, isn't it? Whatever. Well, I'm let me sure ca- that's where what we've heard before. I could well, be getting this really mixed up, but it's, yeah, he's he, definitely not from Philadelphia. I know that. Well, he's given up on that um, now, which is nice. Uh, and it's how he's going to win his first Oscar. What are you talking about? By giving up on that, 
he's going to give up on his... Giving up on always that has to wear stubborn merch. belief. Now he's, <laughs> now he's going to get an Oscar for it in this film. Thank God. He's got to get paid. He's got to get his thing. Do you think he might... Do you think there's any chance of him getting even a nomination for this performance anywhere? Not even slightly. No way. Um, Golden Globe? No. I mean, that's not Teen Choice Award? No. <laughs> Nickelodeon Teen Choice Award. You don't think he's going to get nominated? We're going to get Nickelodeon Best Body Award for... Bo Cruz. Bo Cruz, yeah. I God, reckon, there's, got a I reckon there's a chance. I reckon there's a chance he'll get a Teen Choice Award. I don't think... Well, he's definitely not getting nominated. Teen Choice, maybe. But this is like... It's it's not even... His performance is good, and I bet he's better than some of the nominees that will be for this year, whenever it happens. But it's just the time of year. Like No one nominates shit from June or May. And... No one nominates Netflix shit, and no one's nominating like Adam Sandler. Like, Do you think if this was on Apple TV Plus that it would have got a nomination? Oh yeah, hell yeah! Like <laughs> Best Picture winner last year. <laughs> People do nominate Fuck. Netflix stuff. Don't Look Up was nominated for one. Have you seen that fucking film? Yeah, it came out in December. <laughs> That's it's what I mean. Netflix film though. Yeah, but nothing before. What about Mank? Like, when did that come out? Do you remember Mank? Mank. Of course, you I remember don't remember Mank. Mank. <laughs> Everyone remembers Mank. Mank. Stop saying Mank. <laughs> oh, that is Mank, bruv. <laughs> For me, Mank is a term to call someone from fucking Manchester. I don't know what Mank is. No, it means manky when something's a bit grim. Oh yeah, that's what you. That's really. Would say. That's a real throwback. All right, but but yeah, I, I bet that Mank came out in like September. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, did you see Paddleton? You're gonna say I saw Paddington. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm Damn, I was like really ready for that joke. Because no, I remember you going on about oh Paddington's really good. I really it's, like Paddington. It's, it's really have you good. seen Paddington? It's really good. It's Ray Romano's best work since the Meltdown Ice Age two. <laughs> <laughs> it is his best work since the Meltdown Ice Age two. It's a really good film, and Ray Romano should have been nominated for an Oscar, and he didn't because it came out too early. Bad memories. That's what I'm saying. The Paddleton fan club sounds like an echo chamber. It's literally, <laughs> it's just me in an airplane with you. <laughs> no one else. I'm changing airplane. Uh, I'm going to change it to Holiday Snow. We haven't Ooh. really spoken Ooh. about this film. When you think we about have, it. We have. We are. We're talking about it now. Like, I'm on the trivia section. Uh, did you know it has a similar premise to the fictional film Sayonara Davy from Funny People? That, I think that's originally when it was set in China, though, right? I don't know. Because I remember seeing that trivia. Because was that not a film about him going to China and playing basketball or something? Um, I will look it up. I don't remember anything except for the merman. What is Sayonara? What language is that? Uh, Sayonara. I guess if it's Chinese, you would probably know. As soon as you lived there for your whole life. Um, yeah, it looks like it's set in China. I could watch the the clip. Sayonara. Sayonara. I know it means goodbye, doesn't it? I don't know. In whatever language it is. I think. I think I'm googling it's... sayonara. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just have a moment. Let's all watch our own media, and we'll just not cut it out. <laughs> is sayonara Japanese or Spanish? It's a casual way of saying goodbye. Oh, it's a Japanese word. All right, so yeah, it's set in yeah. He's, they're eating sushi, and it's the guy from Hangover. And was that Galifianakis? <laughs> yeah, is that Galifianakis? 
and he's saying like, "I want to get a fuck." He's misunderstanding. <laughs> this I do not remember this this bit in the film at all. When did this I, happen? I only remember a poster for it. I didn't know there was a full clip. Maybe it was yeah, on the DVD a, extras. It might be the DVD extras. But... Can I tell you? Um, when I searched for Sayonara on Google, can I tell you what the translation sentence example was? Yeah, go on. The example sentence for Sayonara, it says that it means goodbye in formal US. The sentence is, the beautiful Diana was 21 when she said Sayonara. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. A week after our, 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 our beautiful Queen's Jubilee. <laughs> yeah. You're bringing up conspiracy theories. I don't think that Princess Diana was 21 when she died. No, she wasn't. She had two kids. <laughs> she was 21. That means she was like 12 when she gave birth. She, it's not. It's not about Princess Diana. I don't know who the beautiful Diana is, and I don't know where she went or if she's, this, if she's dead or been, alive. There's only been one beautiful Diana. And that was Diana Prince of Wales. Diana Ross. <laughs> Diana Ross. Fuck. Oh, God. All right. I'm going to change this to be sat in a warm Santorini. All right. Oh, this is nice. You're sat behind me now. <laughs> I'm having a look at my notes because I feel like we haven't spoken about this we film. We have at all. spoken about the film. Uh, he gets called Stan the Man uh, in, at the start of the film. And that's one of the times he's like Skype. He's like FaceTiming some basketball person mm-hmm. who I didn't know. He's yeah. like, hi, my, my pal, he's, he's right here. And he's like, yeah, you're Stan the Man, like the song. Yeah, that was nice. I have a note. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I was going to say, what did you think of Ben Foster? Um, Right, that is a very good thing. That was actually what I was going to talk about next. When did Ben Foster become bald? I don't know. I haven't seen him bald before, I don't think. Me neither. Character you choice. Know- I like no, it's not a character <laughs> choice. Google the fucker. He's had a receder for a while. Oh, has he? Yeah. He did and it you know when what? he was Angel. <laughs> when he was in EastEnders. When he had his chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't in EastEnders. That's the other Angel. That's Archangel. This is actual Angel. That was also a. They're both Angel. No, one was Archangel. One was Archangel. The I guy think- from. EastEnders? No, that was Ian Bill. Peter Bill. <laughs> God damn, we've gone really off topic. But anyway, Ben Foster, uh, I thought was good in this. Um, what a villain. As, what a villain. I feel like they could have made him even more villainous. Maybe like taking the family hostage. Or, I don't know, something crazy. He wasn't crazy. far off doing that, was he? No, I mean, he, he, went, was he like... went live on air like fucking Mysterio in <laughs> Spider Man, <laughs> calling him out and saying, Oh, that guy's a criminal. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And I, I thought he was good. Um, there's a few elements, though, which I didn't think were that great. One, who the fuck was his sister? Yeah, Deus Ex Machina, like imaginary sister. Yeah, who just appears and doesn't talk to anyone. That could have been Adam like Sandler. a Bruce Willis's dead twist that he's just imagining the sister because she's not in a room with anyone else. She's never in a room with Ben Foster. She's Reshoots? Just... Do you think? Maybe, maybe they wanted it to be more upbeat at the end. Like, oh, he got his job. Don't worry. Do you reckon there's a chance that like the Sixers saw a cut of it and they were like, "You're making it look like our managers are cunt." <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "Fuck, let's let's do it. Let's do it." Who who is that? person and how the hell 
She looks quite young. One of the Hind uh, sisters? <laughs> I don't know. How is Robert Duvall her, her dad? <laughs> <laughs> right, so her, she's Heidi Gardner. She's on SNL, right? Oh my God, there's no age. Maybe she isn't real. Maybe we imagined her. Why wouldn't they put an age on her? Uh, her IMDb says 27th of July, 1983. 1983. No, no fucking way. That's his, that needs to be his granddaughter. 39. Robert Duvall is 110. He he is so old. No, he is at, he's 90. Oh, you can have a kid at 50. Mick Jagger had a kid at 75. I don't Which is oh. mad because his semen was probably like dust. All right, whatever. I didn't buy her as his daughter because he looks so old. Um, yeah, he did. I also. Decrepit, didn't he? I, oh, bless him. No, it's nice to see him. I like seeing him in films. Uh, he's he was, very, very old. He and... was all right in this. I just knew that he was gone, though. Yeah, like as soon as he was like, oh, you're basically like the son I never had and you need to stick up for yourself more, son. The reason I put you on my my board was so you'd stick up for to punks like my son that I raised. <laughs> like, oh, I just you, This piece of shit, you just let him push you around, my son. <laughs> it, kind of, um, it kind of reminded me of is it in Alan Partridge when the guy's about to give him the second series and then he has a heart attack as he's signing the contract? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, uh, could you finish it? <laughs> <laughs> it was exactly like that. <laughs> yeah, I-, I thought they killed him off very quick and clearly it's because he's a hundred. Like, let the man rest. And mm-hmm. Get his name on the poster, then get him the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, give him one scene and make it kind of emotional and then like, kill him And then him put off him back well. in his bed. Yeah, let him go home. Give him the paycheck. Let Ben Foster pick up the pick up the remains. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's a good villain origin story, isn't it? That Sandler was the kid he never had. Why would you not hate Sandler after that? <laughs> Why do they all hate him, Ben Foster, so much? Why don't they just like <laughs> Ben Foster was horrible. <laughs> he was like, why was he so horrible? Whatever. I was like, this this guy is not a businessman. <laughs> He's acting like. The guy from fucking Talladega Nights. Yeah, he's a proper villain. Why did Adam Sandler go to... I mean, as well, I've got a note here that Robert Duvall's character was called Rex. <laughs> <laughs> like the dinosaur. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> Rex. Can you imagine Rex a, you have a kid? You have a kid, he's a 90-year-old man, you call him Rex. Why did Adam Sandler go to Rex's funeral wearing a, a blue suit? Right. Pow- it was they... the powder blue suit from Wedding Singer, right? Right, yeah. They established that in the film, mate. Did they? I don't know if you... Like, obviously, you'd been to the bathroom at this bit. <laughs> he he wore that suit. He, he's in the boardroom wearing that suit. And in all the pictures, he's wearing that blue suit. And then he's talking to some guy. And the guy goes up to Adam Sandler. He's like, uh, nice touch on the suit. It's a It's a... He's doing it to honour him, man. Fuck. I thought the guy at the wedding, uh, the guy at the funeral, had seen the wedding singer. He's <laughs> like, is that a throwback? <laughs> it's Easter egg. Um, yeah, I don't know. It stood out to me that suit. I thought. Don't try and pick holes. This film is holeless. It sounds airtight. Do you think <laughs> Rex died wearing the suit and Adam Sandler was like, just gonna, just gonna Get take it? Off. it. I, ah. I need to honour the guy. Rex, I'm, I'm really sorry to see you go, buddy, but I just yeah. don't have a suit of my own. I just <laughs> don't have a suit. I just wear tracky suits every day. I spent all my money on Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, he eats KFC, Burger King and McDonald's all in the space of five uh, seconds. In one fell swoop. Imagine in the one... payoff for that. 
exactly the payoff for any reference is it yeah that narratively makes sense yeah phenomenal it's not Um, incidental he's like saying that he loves the food in greece to his wife while he's like eating a whopper exactly it's really good (laughs) (laughs) that's the sort Um, of capitalism that i'm here for exactly um what did you think of um the other villain of the film kermit what a horrible man yeah what a horrible vile man I don't think we're talking enough about the names in this film. <laughs> he was like, mm, fuck you, Adam Sandler. Mm? <laughs> hey, why do you want you? I kind of want to fuck your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> the only... Uh... <laughs> You're looking a little um, picky there, Adam Sandler. <laughs> you think um, you can go with green? I don't know if you can. <laughs> You want to play for the Cubs? I'm I, I'm used to playing with bears. <laughs> Fuck, Cubs, Cubs is baseball. <laughs> Whatever. That's quite good though. Um, yeah, Kermit. He was a proper villain, wasn't he? Mm, get he out of my known. swamp. <laughs> <laughs> I hated the bit when he wrote a diss track with his banjo. <laughs> no, he was a proper good villain though. That guy. He was detestable, wasn't he? Just another. I mean, he was very one note. It was like this guy just wakes up and chooses violence every day. It's just so <laughs> rude. So rude. He's just like this man I've never met. He's like, oh, actually, uh, <laughs> I I think the reason that your um, girlfriend isn't here is because I fucked her too hard. <laughs> it's like, or maybe I'm going to fuck your mum, or maybe your underage daughter. <laughs> like, so He's just like it all the time. He was so much nice on the Muppet show. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it when they show Kermit's legs as well, and they show these legs constantly in this because he was playing basketball. Flipping around his crazy legs. <laughs> no, but I think I think that guy. I think he's an actual basketball player. He's not even a. He's not a puppet. <laughs> man up his ass. Isn't it mad that there's like a million names, but they chose to give him the name of. The world's most famous frog puppet. Right, this guy, like, must be, like, in his early 20s. Muppet Show is 60 years old. <laughs> You're not naming kids Kermit these days. It's like, where... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is it his first name as well? It's not his surname. He's not called <laughs> Richard Kermit. His name is... No, that's his first name. His name is Kermit Wiltz. <laughs> <laughs> Wiltz. Like a plant. Like a dead plant. Kermit Wiltz, Kermit Stanley Wiltz Sugarman, <laughs> erectile Rex. dysfunction pill for frogs. <laughs> when you're Kermit Wiltz, you, uh, you when, need a little bit of this to put in the bacon. When the puppeteer's hand is out, Kermit Wiltz <laughs> just falls forward. Oh God, I know that you're not checking the uh, Rex the... Merrick. <laughs> <laughs> I know that you're not checking the uh, our scenes that we're in, our together mode, but I've just put it and it looks like we're in Congress <laughs> delivering a testimony. I've had a look. It does look quite good, actually. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Kermit um, Wiltz. Kermit Wiltz is a mad name. Big Serbian. There's a guy in this called Big Serbian. Yeah, he's the highlight of the film. I like that. He's just he's, he is just playing for them at the end of the like, yeah, he's yeah. 18. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That is a good joke. Let me um, look if I've got any notes. Did this have any of the other Happy Madison people cameoing in it? No, I don't think so. It didn't really, did it? 
No, and um, I'm glad for it. <laughs> I guess Shaq. Shaq kind of counts, but he's he makes sense in this one. Yeah, exactly. I, I kind of like the fact that he's just not having any of his stuff. Well, we'll get into that in a bit when we do our Sandler scale. But Do you want to yeah. know something that I noticed Go on. in this? Um, so there's a guy called Dan Patrick who we've mentioned before. He does appear in like all of these films. He played Abe Lincoln in Ridiculous Six. He's kind of like, you know how like Dennis Dugan appears in some of them, and mm. we're like, yeah, he's probably in it, but we don't really know his face. That's kind of how I feel about Dan Patrick, who's, I think he has had quite a big career. I think he might have been an SNL guy as well, like all of them. But um, in this, he has like a podcast show that they show when I think it's when Bo goes viral or whatever Hmm. and he's talking about it on his show they did the exact same thing in home team and had dan patrick's show it's like a weird bit of connectivity it's kind of like an easter egg like the marvel newsreader (laughs) yeah yeah, he's the stan lee of these films dan maybe this existed in the same universe as home team which was based on true story so probably not. (laughs) oh my god this is a real film (laughs) is hustle a true story it doesn't feel like it yeah it was was it no, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. I thought you said home team. <laughs> I, just thought, I heard H. We're not talking about another thing that's important in this as well, is that Stanley Sugarman has like a little scar on his hand that he's always going he on does. about. And and it's because he was in a car crash and he did a Superman move and st- saved the person next to him, I think. Was he drink driving? I think, is that the implication that he was drink driving or I think he he was driving dangerously or something, but... I don't know. His hand is really fucked up. Like he's got like a weird mesh on it. Yeah. All the time and But I think it's cuz he used his hand as like a seatbelt in the car crash. I think he like was powerful and he put his arm across and it was strong <laughs> enough to save this man's life. It was Leon. <laughs> his mate Leon. He saved him in this car crash with his arm. But like what happened to his hand that 30 years later he's still like got to wear mesh over it? Like the car crash. Yeah, why was it just his hand though? He should have had no hand. He should have had a hook. That's he why he couldn't play basketball, because his hook kept popping, popping the balls. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Stanley, you could just use a rubber hat. No, man, I need to do it my way. I need to learn to play again. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you can change the prosthetic. And he's like, I gotta honor my heroes. I and there's a picture of cartoon Captain Hook on the wall. <laughs> he's there, he's trying to dribble and he like gotta honor hit, the legacy man he <laughs> hits Charles Barkley on the spine <laughs> can't get it out <laughs> thank god I didn't stab it into Magic Johnson that would have been a problem <laughs> or it like pierces someone and then um, <laughs> Dennis Rodman sees it and that's how he decided to get all of his piercings in his face <laughs> <laughs> he's like oh I'm sorry Radster <laughs> he's like hitting his lips and he's like no man I think it looks pretty cool oh wow that's dope <laughs> could you imagine <laughs> That's such a shit. <laughs> oh, that's dope. <laughs> he's hook hand. Because he's so small as well, it just looks like a nose ring. <laughs> and they do the same technique they used for uh, Dennis Waterman on Little Britain. <laughs> <laughs> for the Hobbits <laughs> perspective. That is very good. Funny. I really like the line, you're going to miss another one of your daughter's birthdays. <laughs> Oh, well, Vincent damn. says it. Yeah, he's yeah, such a damn. villain. This, this guy's so cold. Like, he, this guy is obviously a really good scout, and they're saying how valuable he is as a scout. Why didn't they just say, right, how about we leave, 
ease up on you a little bit. We reduce your travel time and we ensure that you're back for events like Christmases, holidays, birthdays. Yeah. That'd be fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're gonna, seems like you're going to miss another fucking person's birthday, you piece of shit. <laughs> your daughter's probably going to grow up to have daddy issues because you're missing another one of her birthdays. You, <laughs> you keep bringing me shit players who only dunk 20 out of 10 of the hole. And I'm like, <laughs> what are you on about? <laughs> He, he he looked great out there even when he was losing yeah he's like no birthday cake for you it's another kfc on the plane yeah the, i i was really like worried of in the first five to ten minutes of this the basketball dialogue's very heavy and it mm. kind of eases off as it goes along but there's a bit when they're like oh why don't you send him for some embid and i was like what the fuck is embid embid yeah E-M-B-I-D, I think it was on the subtitles. Doesn't even sound like a real word. I don't even know what that is. Right, one second, I just need to put this computer outside. But we need you to record on it. <laughs> Not mine. <That's laughs> right. right, hang on, there we go. Okay, Embid is just a person that played for the 76ers. I thought it was like a currency, like <laughs> it was a crypto. Oh man, like, I say I like this film, but I didn't understand so much of it 70 percent of what anyone was talking about any given time yeah. as soon as i heard like shoot i was like right i get that yeah and then they're like you've got to do the dribble defense of the thing and i'm like whoa what <laughs> what's that <laughs> and there's a running joke about how bad soccer is so i guess grandpa's balls is definitely never going to happen yeah he i think he hates it doesn't he from all sounds your mum's not a whore whores get paid she gives out that fat ass for free <laughs> that's the line <laughs> I've got a, a quote saying uh, he moved to Portugal with his whore. I think that's about Bo's dad. <laughs> they say whore a lot. I think they do. <laughs> You're getting sweat in my Malibu. <laughs> that's a line as well. What were you gonna say? Were you gonna say something about the egregious use of whore? <laughs> I don't know what I was gonna say. There's also a line saying your baby's got titties now. I've written down, but I don't know what the context of that is. I think it was about his daughter. It says closet office inspirational duvel. Your baby's got titties now. He loves yeah. basketball so much that he watches TikToks while driving. <laughs> That's a plot He's hole, isn't it? A master. Yeah, yeah. You'd think <laughs> this guy with what no hand, with his hook hand, He's, He's using his hook to stab through TikToks whilst he's still being a bad driver. <laughs> he's got he's got a phone mount extension for his hook hand. <laughs> now I can drive whilst texting properly. <laughs> On my Apple phone. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we've said everything that we can say about the movie Hustle. Hang on. Maybe. Where's Gariabo? Oh, what? Gariabo? Gariabo. Gariabo. Yeah. I don't know. Why is it oh, on your... I've just... It's on your t-shirt. <laughs> oh, Guajabo. That's uh, that's a national park in uh, Costa Rica. <laughs> they do aware. t-shirts, do they? <laughs> they do t-shirts in this park. I was like, I bought it off a man who showed me a big, a big snake. <laughs> It's like, look at this snake, and then I was like, oh, that's cool, and I bought a t-shirt. And he was like, suck it. Yeah. <laughs> Wajabo's got a... Uh, it's like like the Mayan ruins. Like, it's this one of the oldest things ever. It's got the oldest water duct. It's cool. Go there, if listeners in Trinidad and Tobago. It's a good shit. No, I've remembered what I was going to say. Oh, go on. I think this... I like the uh, plot dynamic that he gets really angry, and... That's what he has to learn to overcome is people like saying shit to him. Well, Bo, Bo Cruz. Yeah, I like that weakness. And I like that Adam Sandler's like, we need to 
deal with you not being able to get shit talked about you. <laughs> and I don't know. I think it was a cool obstacle for them to overcome. You changed it now. <laughs> <laughs> Luke Terry has gotten so bored with what I was saying that he's changed the scene to what's this one? Dining room. Dining room. This yeah. is a lovely dining room. It's a nice dining room, isn't it? Dining room in the fucking future. No, let me quickly check IMDb if there's anything else that we can have a quick chat about. Probably not. No, I feel uh, bad that I cut off your point. You're right. He's That is a good dynamic, the anger thing. And Adam Sandler's an expert in anger, so... Yeah, exactly. He's, good angle. Yeah, and like him swearing at him and, and then them like jokey fighting over it. I think it was all... Yeah, it was good. So, as well, the only thing left on trivia is Adam Sandler's character in Hustle. His name's Stanley Sugarman. And in... Rain Over Me, its director, Mike Binder, plays a lawyer with the same last name, Brian Sugarman. <laughs> That's like so tenuous. Two out of five people found that interesting. And I'm one of the people who didn't. <laughs> so t- <laughs> That's like, uh, do you remember that film? Everyone had man at the end of their neck. Fine man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was Rain Over Me, wasn't it? It was just all like something man. So weird. This is like a much more successful take this could have been like one of those madison 23s or whatever yeah was his name charlie charlie Feynman? yeah <laughs> the the guy whose family died in 9 11 it's fine man <laughs> it's fine man um yeah i have nothing else to say do you want to get onto our sandler scale yeah let's do it let's do the sandler scale how did you do on your sandler scale during the film hustle shit but i'm not that bad about it but also one of these maybe i've missed because I saw on the credits there was a young, a young bow. When did that happen? In pictures, maybe? Maybe in pictures. Yeah, but... I think there was a picture of him, because I've actually got a note saying that apparently when he first went to school that everyone said he looked like an alien. <laughs> yeah, maybe that was it. So they cast some kid and called him an alien. <laughs> <laughs> ugly right. kid. Hey, look at this fucking... Look how ugly I was as a kid. <laughs> I'd love that if, if someone was like making a film and the guy was like 70 and they were like hired me as a young version of them in a picture and they were just like, God, I was so fucking ugly. I was, I was fat and bored. I was fat and bald and fucking. And I live with my grand. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they give just context about my life. <laughs> he didn't even have a job. <laughs> he recorded podcasts from his dad's caravan. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway on <laughs> he used skype backdrops as a means of escapism <laughs> finally i'm in the dining room of the future so i got four things on my sandler scale i didn't get any lines uh i got sandler sings and that was the bit where he's in the car and i was waiting because the guy was like humming and humming and then he sang and i fucking went yeah nice Across the elf, and then that's when Robert Duvall died, which was really sad. So it cut the singing short. Cut it short. Um, sports team caps, you see a fair amount of them for oh, yeah. various teams. Uh, inexplicable. No. Why did I... No, uh-uh. No, it's not inexplicable. He's given her Maybe... foot rubs. She'd, lo- she'd love him. He's so nice. I don't know why that got crossed off. She's Absolutely nice, too. Not. She's nice. He's nice. They're both a nice couple. They're... This is the most explicable. No. Ignore me, I got three. She's still better looking than him, but yeah. <laughs> he's just nicely behaved in this. Yeah, he's a nice man, he's not rude. Uh, that might also contend with my next one I ticked off, which was misogyny. We've said there's a lot of whore in this. 
there's a lot of people saying whore and there's a lot of this like hey your mum's a fucking whore and yeah. like your mum shucked the, every dung in Bilbao <laughs> yeah and but I would say that the film itself isn't inherently sexist or misogynistic but I'm not the right person to make that call yeah I mean you could go as far as to uh, it doesn't pass like the what Bechdel test or whatever does it yeah, you're probably correct. But I don't the think Bechdel there's a scene isn't... that isn't just men, is there? Yeah, you're right. And the Bechdel test, though, is an incredibly flawed, yeah. stupid system that I hate. I hate it more than anything. <laughs> it's ridiculous. You hate it almost as much as you hate women. <laughs> Sicko. Good lord. Why are you ripping no. up pictures of women? Because it doesn't like lo- loads of films don't hit the Bechdel test, and loads do that. Like really sexist films hit the Bechdel test, and then loads of like ones with like a female lead just don't because of certain criteria. Yeah, I guess it's just a really stupid criteria invented by someone off Tumblr, and it's awful, and it should not be used in any goddamn setting, <laughs> especially this one. People need to talk about how impressive it is that right now, while Luke is doing this anti-feminism run, he's, <laughs> oh no. he's actually strangling a woman while he does it. Oh no, you said that we weren't going to... This is audio only. <laughs> but no, I like the fact that this the love interest in this film wasn't just a love interest. She was just like... She was in the film, she had a character, she had a personality, she had some good scenes. Um, the same as the daughter as well. I thought the daughter was great. I think it's nice that she's allowed to perv on that man. That's cool. They weren't portrayed negatively. They probably could have maybe done with having a bit more to do. They could have had more to do, though, yeah. Like, I'm not saying this is perfect, but yeah. The misogyny is definitely from, like, the language, though, isn't it? Not not the film itself, but, like, saying that stuff. Yeah, definitely. And I crossed it off. I'm acknowledging that it's misogynistic, but compared to some shit that we've seen. Oh, yeah. Okay, things I didn't get. I didn't get any Pepsi, I don't think. I bet you're well thirsty then. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear, that was... (laughs) (laughs) Next. (laughs) We didn't get any flashbacks. Go on, clever dick, do another one. Uh, Have you got amnesia? Oh no, that was rubbish. Sad. (laughs) It's just quite sad. Uh, Joke about being illiterate. We didn't get one of them. Uh, we didn't get Alan Covert, and we didn't get any poo. It's weird because he's eating shame. all that food. You can imagine these poos must have been like hell. <laughs> uh, yeah, no oh, poo. Dear. Um, how did you do? I did pretty much the same as you. Pretty bad, to be honest. Um, I got four. So I got product placement, loads of product placement. Straight away, Wendy's Cup on Plane, I've written. But you could have had it for any takeaway. You could have had it for all the clothing that they were wearing heavily branded um also had shouting sandler he shouted amigo while chasing after the bus that Bo was on he did even more shouting um i also ticked off big shorts because he was wearing a really big pair of shorts obviously everyone was wearing big shorts big basketball shorts got a lot of that um and i ticked off sandler sideburns or facial hair because he had a big bloody beard that he did. I did not tick off it's okay for men to be gross but not women because it was just okay for men to be gross. We didn't see women be gross in this. The women were nice. Um, David Spade was not in this film. I thought they could have had him as a basketball player. Very convincing. Steve Buscemi was not in this film. We didn't get a single bald joke. 
which is mad because mad ben foster's right there his with head a big, was right big head. for a joke wasn't they could have been like ah your head looks like a fucking basketball what the fuck <laughs> your head looks like a nutsack but i don't want to touch it <laughs> what does that mean what does that mean? <laughs> um, Half-Naked Woman in slow-mo was also not in this film. Okay. So, yeah, no bingos from either of us this week. A rare time neither of us have won. But <laughs> but I think that's a good thing. I think yeah. getting away from some of those tropes is probably the strength of mm-hmm. this film. Have you seen what I wrote this in? I wrote it in a leather-bound journal. <laughs> journal, yeah. My little, little one which I got from work, which I'm now using for, for this awful thing. Um, so the, I guess there's only one thing to say. So is this, um, scoring a touchdown? Don't try sports things. Is this hitting the hoop and going right in that basket, dunking straight into the castle where it's going to get celebrated with other sports classics like the water boy and that one, the longest yard Mm. or has this fallen over, hit Kermit in the head. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Knocked him oh, my over. head. My head. You can't do that. That's illegal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> has it fallen over, completely fucked up that its chances at the NBA and is currently on a flight home uh, to the pit where <laughs> it's going <laughs> to rot with home team and uh, probably some other sports films, but I can't think of some Jack, of my head. Jack and Jill? Is that a sports film? <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> but yeah, let's say with Jack and Jill. So where are you putting this? Uh, yeah, it's got to go in the castle, I think. I, I don't think there's anything in this that I've... Unless I've just not listened in the last hour and a half. But there's not anything in this I would say is actively bad. I don't think. There's nothing bad about it. It, it has moments of like mediocrity. But in general, I think it's a nice enough film. Hits good notes. Quite uplifting. It's a good enough story. It's generic. We've seen it before, but like, it's a mile better than most of the things that we've watched in the last seventy episodes. You know, um, I think Adam Sandler's on good form, and most of the other performances are good. It's well directed, well shot. Yeah, I I had a good enough time watching it, and I'd say it's like a mid tier castle movie. How about you? Yeah, I agree. I think this is a castle film. Uh, it's an enjoyable watch. It's kind of breezy and passes by quite quick i'd say probably don't expect anything unexpected or out of the ordinary it's a pretty standard sports film but it's bolstered by two uh, no three or four like really strong performances yeah queen latifah's great adam sandler's great and um god damn i'll say i'll find out his name because i keep just set not knowing it Robert Duvall, I think he was from like the Godfather. <laughs> Robert Duvall's great when he when he's in this. Uh, Juancho Hernan Gomez, who's Bo Cruz, he's nice. really good in this. And um, yeah, watch him on the NBA. I guess I don't know. Who is he is an actual um, basketball player? I want to say yeah, surely. He's so tall. He's not... Yeah, he's. So do you just he's... assume that like Adam Driver's a basketball player? He's tall. <laughs> I bet he'd be good at it. Now nah, he's a professional basket player uh, for the Utah Jazz. Ah, okay, I've never heard yeah. of that team. Yeah, well, you're gonna keep that Juan Juancho Hernan Gomez's name in your mouth. Can you imagine they're doing uh... really badly because <laughs> their best player was off pretending to be an actor? 
<laughs> they just completely bombed this whole season, like when Michael Jordan became a golf player. <laughs> Did that actually happen? Yeah, he became a golf player uh, for a season. I told you I watched that entire documentary about. I should watch, watch it, the last I? dance. It's really good. I have heard good things about Michael it. Jordan is a fucking sociopath. <laughs> like the way <laughs> the way he acts, like tra- how he acts around like his opponents is insane. Like he just he starts thinking like, oh, they've pissed me off on a personal level. He'll start just hating them, like hating them completely. So when he played them, he'd just dominate because he'd be like, fuck this guy. <laughs> he was the best ever quite scary uh, but yeah he became a golf player like he does in space jam that was based on true story oh yeah wow it's genuine so, so, true story but anyway this is a chance for uh do you want to go on together mode for a second okay this is a chance for a celebration in the massive um i just the last thing i'm glad we put this in the castle because it is currently other than 100 percent fresh it's currently adam sandler's highest rated like starring role on IMDb. Interesting. Even higher than seven point four. Even higher than Uncut Gems and it's it's the same as Uncut Gems. Wow. It's, they're both seven point four. But because of all their TV shows yet that he's in, it's like the hundred and third highest ranked Adam Sandler thing. But it's like Remote Control's got like seven point six. Oh for goodness <laughs> sake! That was abysmal. That's the worst show ever. And then it goes Uncut Gems, 7.4. King of Queens, also 7.4. And Hold On To Your Anus, The Cosby Show, 7.4. Oh, you'd think those rates would be dropping. Yeah. And then Rain Over Me, also 7.4. Oh, dear. His three best things are apparently Hustle, Uncut Gems, and Rain Over Me. I mean, I quite liked Rain Over Me, but it is a bit, like, a bit outmatched by those ones, isn't it? Yeah, I don't like... IMDb user ratings like anyone can make an account and just give it a 10 or a 1 or whatever and the same with any user rated thing though isn't it even Rotten Tomatoes you look and people like are, are like oh my god there's a black person in Obi-Wan I'm gonna give it a one star <laughs> I don't, I, oh, it's man, so that, weird that whole narrative especially coming off the back of the newest episode is so fucking stupid I hate it mm. can you people believe that people idiot. were like yelling at her and being sexist and racist to her when because she was she's like, a villain and she's, she's a villain because <laughs> she was a horrible person in the show they're like yeah well this woman's horrible but yeah she's a fucking enemy <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird anyway oh, stupid talking of people being mental oh no i've made a game do you want to play it yeah right alfie's gonna say no and we could go home um <laughs> Right. We're so long into this record. <laughs> yeah, this is really long. The intro is like an hour long as well because of all the technical difficulties we were having. So I've made a game using IMDb reviews. I don't have a name yet. I don't really even have a fucking game. It's a bit like your one star, five star yeah. thing from Letterboxd, but I've done it from IMDb where people are a little bit more unhinged. Basically, I've got some reviews. I'm, I'll tell you how many stars they are. And the plan is for you to try and guess it. Okay. Guess what film it is, basically. Yeah, so the first one, Absolute Junk, one star. I'm a fan of Adam Sandler, and he has done some good movies. This one, however, is not. It really is rubbish, and the voice of said character, title character, is awful. I'd give it zero if I could. Uh, Click? I mean, Click isn't the title character. 
He's not, he's not called Bill Click. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sandy Wexler. No, I'll give you another one. This is I haven't like done these in an order that they're more revealing. This is just another one. One star. Oof. I've had hot diarrhea that is more enjoyable than this movie. Zero out of ten would not watch again. So someone's had hot diarrhea that's better than this, and it's someone's name. Is yeah, the character's name is in the title. That's the only hint I'll give you so far. Oh, of course, it's Spanglish. <laughs> His name's Charles Spanglish. Juan, Juan Spanglish. Juan Spanglish. Um, God damn, what, what films has he got? Is Mayroid Stories? Nope. Oh, okay. Um, right, another one. One star review from Peace Piper, F20 on IMDb. One star for the neo-feminism. <laughs> neo-feminism. So I guess it's okay for female teachers to talk down about a boy child's learning disabilities to stick up for oh, a girl because okay, he yelled because okay. he called her a robot. The thing is, I think they did this on purpose. You notice how none of these comments mention what I said above, which took place the first twenty minutes, but assume the main character has a disability and that they have a problem with that. You see how ignorant current social justice is, especially neo-feminism. One out of four found this helpful. So what? So wait. So he he gave the star for neo-feminism, as in that's what he's the only thing he found good i think he hates the neo-feminism <laughs> but he hates it so he said it should be like removed stars for but he said a star for that yeah he's given it one <laughs> one, star. one star for neo-feminism everyone else was was terrible but thank god for that neo-feminism should we break it Stupid down a bit break. so he said that it's okay for female teachers to talk about a boy child with... <laughs> Is he Shira Khan from the old Jungle Book? Man child. (laughs) Man child. The boy child, as in... Mary's boy child. This is Billy Madison, right? This is Billy Madison. It's not. It's not. What? No. A boy child's learning disabilities to stick up for a girl because he called her a robot. Um, I don't remember this at all. What film does the... Happy Gilmore? What film is this? What are you on about? There's only like four left. There's only two left with like character names in it there's only two left should i tell you when all of these reviews were yeah in 2021 oh god damn it's hubert halloween it is the the film that's riddled with neo-feminism what neo-feminism was in (laughs) god damn i hate these people i don't know all right here's a couple more for another film okay okay one star still for this Marrying someone you just met equals another worst love lesson. This was a one-star review from Stars Meehan. <laughs> so Stars Meehan's really angry at this film. Because like, <laughs> of, of the quick marriage. They got married too quick. Warning, spoilers. <laughs> it was a funny movie, but it shows another worst wrong love lesson. Marrying someone you just met? Wrong, wrong, wrong. Capital letters on those wrongs. I recommend the writers to watch Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, nothing he said was wrong. <laughs> Don't marry people you've just met, and also watch Frozen. Watch Frozen, they're, they're doesn't that happen in Frozen though? Doesn't she marry the prince, and then he no, turns she, out to be evil? No, she's gonna, and then he's like, uh, he's evil. So he, he, this so guy's he, got a point. <laughs> he's like, you'll get the love lesson from watching Frozen. For goddamn what? But it doesn't. I don't think it relates properly to this film. The week of. No. Okay. I don't know. All right. Do you want another one? Yeah. The best of the movies, yet still pretty dreadful. One star. 
from Lego Rocks three hundred one four seven. Um, Wedding singer. No, he's mentioned the name of the film. While this movie will entertain small children, it will leave parents and other children dreading the fact that they even introduced the idea of putting it on. Hotel Transylvania two. Nope, not two. God one. No. God damn! Three. Yeah. Thank fuck. Of course, he married. He married Erica. He married Erica, but it wasn't even like a negative thing. She was all right, wasn't she? Wasn't yeah. it at the end that they got married after the after everything else? They got married after like a disclosed amount of time, and then yeah. and then as well after that they had that weird sex where she <laughs> he bit her belly and killed her, and then and he <laughs> came in the sink. A thousand years later, he <laughs> she he died as well. <laughs> <laughs> After he gave birth to a baby Luke. <laughs> Here's one more. That's um, a callback to a fan fiction episode. Just in case anyone thinks I've lost my fucking mind. <laughs> it's a fanfic. It's not it's not canon. It's not just me. This is one more that I found for that same film, Hose of Transmania 3. Uh one star an honest review from Generation of Swine. <laughs> I liked the first two, and I understand that this is a film for kids, but it really is predictable at every turn. You see all the twists coming long before they actually hit. And even for a kid's film, that sucks a lot of the life out of it. The twists? <laughs> yeah, there weren't twists in it, were there? There was a sim dancing really sadly and uh, <laughs> the Kraken. It was a bloody good film. <laughs> bloody good film. All right, uh, another film. These are two one-star reviews that I've got here. I've only got two for this one. Sandler Worst from Day 30457. The first 60 seconds of this was funny. After that, I have no idea what this was about. I like Adam Sandler, but this was like trying to make a comeback 60 years later. It was dreadful. Making a comeback 60 years later. Is this Pixels? No, it's not. He only liked the first 60 seconds, which is mad. Um, One star review, Kill Me, JC Lawrence. (laughs) After the depression that the first film put me in... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the fact that they decided not only to write a second disgrace to humanity, but someone funded with their own money a sequel makes me excited to die. <laughs> <laughs> is this Deuce Bigelow 2, European Gigolo? It isn't. Oh, right, okay. Sequels. Sequels. The first 60 seconds involves an animal. Crisps by the bed. Oh, for God's sake, Grown Ups 2, of course, Grown Ups 2. <laughs> Sorry, of course, as soon as you get me with crisps, I'm grounded. Of course again. I mentioned the crisps by the bed. You're going to know. Of course. I'm the king of crisps by the bed. <laughs> right, this is a hard mode one. This has only got one one review for this film. Um, and this is a 10-star review. What is wrong with you people? The name of this 10-star review is... Artist by day, villain by night. <laughs> Long username. Um, this movie is typical Adam humour with good laughs and your basic comedy entertainment. I mean, if you don't like Adam, why even watch it? If you do like him, it's pretty funny. You folks need to head over to Walmart and grab a sense of humour. Two out of three found this helpful. Going overboard. Nah. Fuck. I'll give you one uh, more. Shakes a... the clown. Nah. Fuck. It is shocking that they gave that a ten star. That it's Jack and Jill. Oh god damn! Like <laughs> <laughs> typical Adam humor with good laughs and your basic comedy entertainment. Ten stars. <laughs> Some um, people shouldn't be allowed outside. Yeah, it's nuts. All right, I've got a few more of these. This is. I've only, got, I've only got two stars here for this one. Got it. Uh, two reviews, and they're both ten star ones. 
Masterpiece. Masterpiece of a film. If you don't like this film, you don't know what a good movie is and you hate black people and you should kill yourself for not liking this masterpiece. Whoa! Whoa! And that's by Pullum Jack. Good lord. Top five? No. Oh, wow. I don't think this film has any black people in it, if I can remember it properly. What? (laughs) I was crying the whole time. So good. Warning, spoilers. I normally never cry during a movie. But when you see uh, the subtitle details the movie has to offer, what? <laughs> that is genuinely what it says. But when you see a uh, the subtle, oh, the subtle details the movie has to offer. Before Michael Newman even gets the remote, we can tell. The- <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, uh, carry on. <laughs> I love I was a quick just so guess. So sucked, the- sucked into the writing of this that I just I'll gave away guess. exactly. Nah. I'll have a quick guess in a minute. Just carry on reading. <laughs> All right. So before Michael Jordan finds the ball, we can tell that he doesn't enjoy his life. <laughs> there is a very small detail that shows that he wishes he could just jump past anything. <laughs> like if he had a remote. <laughs> <laughs> I was not crying because it was emotional. I was crying due to the fact that I loved everything this beautiful movie had to offer. Although if they chose any other... Any actor other than Adam Sandler, this movie would have been a solid four out of ten. He doesn't bring any... Right, well, I think... (laughs) (laughs) Let me have a quick guess. I think this might be Click. What gave it away? (laughs) God damn. That had, like, numerous mentions of remote controls. (laughs) Like, how would I have not guessed it? (laughs) I obviously just didn't fucking read it. I made this game, like, three minutes before we started. I know, because as I was downloading Skype, and testing out the new filters, you were you were saying you were just making a game. Yeah. Um, I'm going right, to go back to airplane mode. This is another one. Okay, here we go. 10 out of 10. Don't listen to the snobs. This is a review from Zero Call RO. The movie is a very good comedy. Really made me laugh every time I saw it. Some multiple watches. You must be a plain stupid not to enjoy silly jokes. And not to catch some sight... Subtile references. It's supposed to be subtle, but he's adding an eye in there. Maybe is not a ten out of ten movie, but nothing below eight out of ten. He's giving it a ten anyway. <laughs> Any idea of what that is? Um. So subtlety, of subtitles, and it's got it's got, it's got subtile humour. It's got subtile humour. Uh, but God also damn. silly jokes. This could be this could be anything. Uh, ridiculous six. No, but not far off. Oh, ten out of the- ten review here. Why rating is just four point eight? It deserves more than seven at least. They've given it a ten. Really funny. You can't control your laughter. Rob is phenomenal as doggish oh. man. <laughs> you are a fan of Rob or not? Just watch it. <laughs> 12 out of 13 found this out. <laughs> when the fuck has he played a doggish man? <laughs> really funny, you can't control your laughter. Rob is phenomenal as doggish man. Doggish man. You are a fan of Rob or not, just watch it. Um, oh, the animal? Yes. <laughs> doggish man. Doggish man. <laughs> All right. That was a very good one, but one last one last film. I've got three 10 out of 10 reviews here. Best holiday tradition. We get Chinese takeout and watch this every year. Every year we notice something new. 
Great cast and a really clever, fun movie. Six out of seven found this review helpful. <laughs> thanks for clarifying its popularity. Um, every Thanksgiving, is it to do with Thanksgiving? No. Oh. Uh, wedding Singer. No. 10 out of 10. Hilarious comedy. Brilliant cast, all with good chemistry. Every actor plays a brilliant role. One of the funniest films I think I've ever seen and never get bored. Four out of six. Found this helpful. That was from Derry Rogers. I think it's Mixed Nuts. Oh, it is Mixed Nuts. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> the last review would have given that away because it was 10 out of 10. One of my favourite <laughs> Xmas movies. When I can see how some viewers might not get it or find Mixed Nuts dated and bland, for me, is one of the f- my favourite Xmas movies and comedies, which genuinely has me laughing out loud every time. I can't believe I got imagine that. that giving, is... Imagine giving that film 10 out of 10 insane like it's it's one of the worst films i've ever seen yeah that is genuinely upsetting oh man i can't believe i pulled that i just, I just you did well in that game went into the chasm yeah i can't believe um, you got mixed nuts and click <laughs> <laughs> the click one was really troublesome <laughs> talking of that what are we doing next time so next time despite still not having watched happy gilmore despite oh, still we'll not having watch watched uh, Paulie Shaw is dead. <laughs> All men, women, and children, for that matter. <laughs> We've decided we're going to revisit a film that we watched. What I want to say, sixty-nine episodes ago, maybe. Uh, maybe yeah, even longer. Something like that. Yeah. We are um, going to do a commentary of the film Click, which I checked today, and it's not on any streaming services anymore. Fuck. So we're going to have to pay twice to watch the film Click. I'm not Skype. paying for that shit. I'm not paying for that shit. No, we're paying. <laughs> oh, no. We're on okay. the Frank Caracci bankroll. we got to pay for it. I'm going to get a DVD of it. I'm going to rob a DVD from a CEX. <laughs> oh, can you imagine how many CEXs have the film click? 100%. It'll be like 10p. I'm, yeah, I'm... I might do that. It'll be probably cheaper than £2.20 on My YouTube. laptop has a DVD tray. I'm going to... Oh, mine doesn't. DVD. That's my problem. Have fun spending that £2.40 for... Um... For a film we've already it. seen and spoken about ad nauseum. Um, why? Why are we doing it? Oh yeah, to make my life easier to edit it. Yeah, because you're new, you're, you're tired of editing, <laughs> so we we need to buffer these and prolong the inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair though, we we're gonna revisit it because we've spoken about it so much. I want it to refresh it in my mind. Yeah. But I think after this, we are just gonna have to do like ten actual Adam Sandler things in a row. Because we have still got a fair amount to go. And by the yeah. time we do that, there'll be more stuff out and then we can go on to our other explorations. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I've got... Yeah, because we want to talk about Pinocchio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so much other stuff. Um, yeah, I think I, I've got an idea of what we could do for our next one, maybe. But, um, after that, good. after click. Yeah, I'm the same. I want to rewatch it. I think I was a very different man when I watched that for the first time. Yeah. Yeah, I was a lot 100%. more jaded. And now I, I kind of like all these films now. We're in such a different mindset now. We've seen the worst that Sandler can do is making himself look like the Hulk in a car really that bad. <laughs> this <laughs> so this is the, the first time we will have done a commentary since our Grown Ups one. First time we've done one together, yeah. You, I did you, that one well, with yeah, Joe you did Grown Ups 2 twice. Um do you think that we should do it as a drinking game again? 
Oh, I really don't know. Because the first Grown Ups one when we did it was good. Game, turned out all right. Yeah. Um, we're not going to watch Click 2 because there isn't one. Yeah, we're not doing it back to back or anything. No. Yeah, maybe we should play it as a drinking game. I think so as well. I think that'd be quite fun. I'm I'm quite here for watching Click though. I think it'll be a laugh. Yeah, I'm excited for it too. Um, if and you... we're going to be joined by a special guest as well. Frank Karachi is coming on the podcast. <laughs> no, he's not. He hates us. <laughs> well, I hope this kind of I don't know heals Fans the, the divide. Yeah, because he he commented on our picture uh, of Wedding Singer months ago saying how we slated Click and. Yeah. I felt bad about that ever since. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty horrible, yeah. So if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us, thesandlipit at gmail.com. And if you want to check out our socials, they're at the Sandlipit on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, where we're only posting NBA scores. <laughs> <laughs> where we post nothing. We just post nothing. I'd like to say as well that if, if you want to help us out, Give us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or come onto our Instagram DMs and ask us for a PayPal link and you can send us some money so that we can get a Zoom subscription so that the audio quality oh, goes yeah. back to how it was before. So, We're yeah, poor we boys. Need, we need that. We need them to do that. And also, literally, just send us money. And your federal ha- donuts. Yeah, have a request. We'll deem whether it's worth whatever money you've sent us and then we'll just do it. Yeah. So if you want me to say we'll whatever, we'll become I'll... the feral pit, or we'll do our Pinocchio podcast. Yeah, I'll... straight away. I'll do the feral pit for the people who keep asking. <laughs> I've had like friends still asking me about that. <laughs> and when are you gonna? Out. When are you finally gonna fucking do a Will Ferrell episode? When are you I doing will. Talladega Nights? I'd love to do. You know what? I'd love nothing more to than to just scrap this concept, go finally onto our passions, which are Will Ferrell <laughs> and Pinocchio. <laughs> Imagine if you oh. played Geppetto, that would be fucking sick. All right. That would be actually sick. Let's let's put a pin in this. Let's um, yeah. pop our balls away for another week. Yeah, another so, day. So thank you so much to Joe Tyrone for doing all the music for this podcast and catch him uh, down in <laughs> the side of Subway Street back alleys where he'll play you a tune on his own flute. <laughs> He's sitting in swamps with a banjo, just like the villain from this film. <laughs> Why I are there so many? Fuck your mom and your old girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to Luke Thomas for bringing his basketball-like head here to talk about this and for doing all these drawings. Can't wait to see his one of Kermit the Frog. Playing Dunkin' and Hoop. That's actually crazy. In the court in a pair of Jordans. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, yeah, that's good. I was actually struggling to think of what we could, I could do. I'll do that. That's good. Um, and thank you, Luke Terry, for editing all these together. I hope that our new Skype interface hasn't damaged your um, quality of this stream. Yeah, and I hope. I, I have a I feeling re- the trailer might not be its usual quality. No, I really hope the video quality of our trailer is just us in an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> please, uh, please, I'm begging. I really uh, hope not. I really can't wait to see how this comes out. Uh, so yeah, join us next time when we're going to be rejoining Click. Until then, it's been a very happy Sandler buy from me and a very happy Sandler buy from him. Do you love this game? I mean, love it with your whole heart. Because if you don't, let's not even bother. Let's not open that door. They're just going to slam it in our face. I love this game. I live this game. 
There's a thousand other guys waiting in the wings who are obsessed with this game. Obsession is going to beat talent every time. You've got all the talent in the world, but are you obsessed? Let's face it, it's you against you out there. When you walk out on that court, you have to think, <laughs> I'm the best guy out there. So let me ask you again, do you love this game? Ladies and gentlemen, for your consideration <laughs> to the Academy. <laughs> I thought it needed the longest quote, it's our longest fucking episode ever for no apparent reason. No reason.